Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. What up, what up? We back. Episode one, two, three of the realest podcast ever. Uh, we had two false starts. Yeah, the energy <laughs> yeah. Coming in for real. My shit was like, I was, I was at a 10, now I'm at a three and a quarter. Uh, Rose Podcast ever episode 123. I am your on again, off again social media host, C. Diddy. And I am the co host. Uh, I gotta find a better name, you know. <laughs> I'm just over Matt. You just be Matt Kane. That stinks. Sounds like an action hero. I, you know, I actually like my name, but people don't like my name so much that it has made me, <laughs> now it made me question. You know like, what I'm damn, saying? My parents were kind of tripping a little bit. Like, hey. I mean, we all got pretty plain. Names, you know, my, what I'm shit, our, our, my shit is straightforward. Eight letters: Chad Fane and Matt Kane. Matt Kane. It's <laughs> wild. Like it's spelled. It's the, the the ending is spelled. It's essentially the same. Yeah, name. but I always like question like Mustafa, <laughs> Muhammad. You know, I was not watching, Muhammad. Yo, but I was, Mustafa I was, for sure. I was watching uh, Super Bad the other day, yo. and McLovin <laughs> was like, "Yeah, it was like thinking about Muhammad." He yeah. was like, "It's like." Actually the most, most common, common name in the world. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> Yo, they come on drawn on that movie. No matter how many years removed from it dropping, I cry every time. You heard some crazy shit that I did watch the other day that just it, it really like just drove it home for just how good it is to be white. So I was watching Sports Center or something on ESPN two. Okay. And as the day goes on, ESPN is like the the central news source. Even though ESPN has shows like SVP, you know, uh, First Take, you know, it's it's just constant right. news in whatever format they're giving it to you for the cycle. ESPN two at a certain hour, it just tails off and goes into something completely different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had on ESPN two, and I, I guess I just wasn't watching TV, and I turned my TV back on yeah. at like one in the morning. There's a sport called death diving. Have you seen this? 
Okay, <laughs> so you know diving in regular diving. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. jump, do flips and somersaults, and the goal is to go into the water elegant and graceful without a splash. Limited splash. This is the opposite. <laughs> so you're trying, you're basically trying to go into the water as fucked up as possible. And I'm watching this shit for like a good 10 minutes, and I'm like, how is this? It's people cheering. I'm like, how is this going on? They got on? a fan base. They have announcers. <laughs> I'm like, how is this happening? And the one dude came up there, his name was like, Fucking Bjorn, you know, it's always the, somebody the from Flashmaster Bjorn. Yeah, Bjorn, Bjorn from it was Bjorn, some Bjorn from, 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 from West Czechoslovakia <laughs> or something. And, and he got up to the top of the podium. Mind you, they're like 60 meters in the fucking air. Yeah. And the announcer was like, and here comes the fan favorite re- reigning champion, and the crowd's going nuts. <laughs> what the fuck? And he's like, Making money off of this, yeah. and their sponsors—they had Red Bull, oh Nike, real sponsors, dog. It was Nike banners everywhere, wet Red Bull banners. Everywhere. I'm just like fucking Oakley. I'm just like. That's why I've come to the conclusion that you just got to start a league. Whatever it is, you need a whole league or just in order to be able to white. get them. Well, like, <laughs> well, that's the clear advantage. Could you imagine if, if if thirty niggas just showed up at the YMCA in West Philly and was like, Yo, "We we deaf diving." <laughs> it's John. I have a there question. There ain't a sponsor coming. I have a question. Are they wearing any type of suits or anything like that? Or no, they had on like they had on uh, going in the water, uh, swimming trunks and shit. You know what I'm saying? That was it. That was it. The one boy who won the joint, I cannot make this up, from fucking 60 meters. Dude, that's like 100 and some feet yeah. in the air. He ran and jumped off of the, 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 the podium yeah. to the water. He he went down into the water like this. <laughs> like sideways, like he was laying on the couch. And I was just like, <laughs> what the hell? And they like, look, and his whole side of his body was bright red. Of course. And they like, yeah, you can see from the mark, like he got perfect level out to go into. It. I'm just like, yo, this is nuts, yo. And I'm watching it like this is this is really a thing. Yeah, I'm thinking you was gonna be like, you know, some some bass sport fishing ultimate uh, red snapper no. challenge. You're like, no, death diving. It, 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 it said the 11th annual, so I'm like, that means <laughs> 10 years prior You've to been this. Running it. Getting bigger and bigger every Def, year, baby. Deaf diving. They got national television coverage. This is nuts. Everybody and in the everybody, world and everybody getting paid. And it was fans there cheering and hollering. And I'm just like, when we're like when when they let black folks into like basketball, boxing, baseball, football, it was just like they've gotten to where they, they just create sports. Yeah. Like axe throwing is a sport. Dogs pulling you on a sled is a sport. Yes. Anything. Curling is a sport. It, yeah, like sweeping the ground is a sport. It's an Olympic sport. It's an Olympic sport. Real talk. I was watching that death diving shit the other night. Like, I can't believe this is real. Real yeah, life thing. Pretty fucking crazy. Other than that, though, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was cool. You know, I actually worked a lot this weekend, which I can't normally say I do. Um, Saturday, we had the Be Woke Vote campaign. Um, what the hell am I talking about? Yeah, we didn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we had the Be Woke Vote it's campaign. It's been a long ass year. At, um, 1575 North 52nd Street at the Columbia Plaza, the infamous plaza where the uh, sa- the safe was lifted out of the Wells Fargo is what everybody. It don't look like the Wells Fargo was back open. Well, they're rebuilding it now, but they still they do have drive through action going okay, on. Okay, because I saw the, the 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 cardboard boards and shit on the windows. It's still rocking. Oh, yeah, okay. They're just trapping out the bando at this, this. point. Yeah, other side. A little bit more. There you go. All right, here we go. Now we go. Uh, they're, they're just trapping out the bando at this point with the, uh, you know, just nobody can come in. Yeah. Just all ATM transactions and drive through. So, um, yeah, so we had that. 
uh, yeah, my fuck. Like anybody out there, drop in my social media either on official TRPE Instagram or Twitter. Tell me which calls you have gotten more: warranty calls, the Democratic Party, or uh, the warranty. Uh, I mean, or the. Uh, I just got a wellness check call from some random doctor that you know I've never crazy? been to. In life. Lee was saying how she kept getting calls, kept getting texts, and I was like, "Yo, I have gotten none. Like I've gotten none. Yeah, like just none." So I'm just like, "It's been wonderful." And the the, the day I said that, <laughs> it was like, "Oh, we not hitting boy!" Like, and and they they started hitting me. They texted me another day. It was like, "Yo, can we count on you? You know, for the Democratic vote?" And I was like, "Look, real talk. He he promised a second stimmy." So they text me back and was like, come on, it's not all about that. You know? <laughs> I'm like, hey, listen, man, like a free 12 is a free 12. It's going to be fucked up regardless. Man, you know what I mean? It's bad out here right now, man. Like people are, you know, ha- are, are doing bad financially. And, um, you know, the are they? Of- yes. Because remember, it was like the it was like the it was like the Harlem Renaissance for them couple months. Yeah, for three months. Yeah, all niggas got in them as a ninety day run. <laughs> like re- regardless of whatever field they in, niggas got a ninety day run in them, and then it's over. There was a female rapper. I don't know her name. I want to say something doll. One of the dolls. They're all named doll. Yeah, they're all dolls. There's a Cuban doll. There's a London doll. There's a dream doll. An Asian doll. Yes. There's a bunch of dolls. New Zealand dolls. It's dolls from every fucking word. Uzbekistan dolls. Yeah, but one of them dolls was basically talking about how she was voting for Trump. Because oh, Asian doll. I, I, one of the dolls. Yeah, the Chicago Asian I saw the video. Chicago and doll. people was going off about it on Twitter. And uh-huh. she basically was like, no, nah, because like everybody around me like was eating over these last six months. <laughs> she all the scammers, all like everybody was up. So I'm voting for Trump. Yeah, but what she's not factoring in is everybody going to jail. Everybody going to federal <laughs> yeah. prison. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Pastor Carl made a very good point Shout out to him He actually was at the uh, event early on uh, yeah, Saturday Yeah, Carl hit me was like Yo, I was there Why you weren't there? You was late Being real black And <laughs> yeah. I'm just like Look, man I know you got meetings with Goodell And Marie Smith and shit. I ain't mean to hold you up For that long But I You know, my bad on that, Carl. But yeah, He was basically like You know, Nick, niggas is about to uh, Take all the reform work That went on the last four years And just Upended because they all going back to jail. They gonna replace everybody they let out of jail. They got a they got a new nigga to replace. <laughs> they gonna replace them. <laughs> they gonna get their thirty six thousand yeah. a year out of you niggas one way or another. Believe that. Yeah, like uh, it. it uh, did you see? Uh, did you see the rapper that made a song called EDD Fraud that got locked I, up? I didn't, EDD. I didn't click on it, but I did see it. Yeah, he's locked. He's in federal custody. I saw they had like one of seven the, counts the, of the uh, excerpts on uh, on uh, Facebook. He said, um, uh, something, something, something. All I got to do is file a claim or some shit like that. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I was just like, yo. Yeah, they said when they busted him, he had seven different uh, blue debit cards on him. Yeah. And like, yeah, you going. Don't wow. even worry about it. That's a damn shame, man. <laughs> My biggest <laughs> thing is that, like, why, like, you know, Lil Wayne said real G's moving silence like lasagna. Uh, 
Which is a genius level bar, by the way. What the they f- gave Wayne shit for that bar though when it came. Yo, Joe Budden was talking. About, he was like, "Yo, my he said my mom was blown for thirteen weeks." He's like, "No, how the fuck do you spell lasagna, yo?" No, niggas hated that bar. I remember. I remember arguing with people. No, nah, like, that's genius level. That was motherfuckers hated it. It was like it was the cheesiest shit ever. I'm well, how just, come nobody never said it before? I'm just like, no. I think of cheesy rap lines. I think of shit that's like low hanging fruit or stuff that's been said to death. You can't give me something that somebody's never said before, and it's like, oh, it's cheesy. Like, no, you just hate Wayne. Yeah, that's all. LeBron shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you win enough, and they just look for anything. Yeah, no, nah, fuck you. They yeah. did it to Jay Z. It, it wasn't long, but they did it to Jay Z right around Volume Three when he put that come here, baby. He put that shit out. It was like, oh, get Jay Z the fuck out of here. I was one of them. <laughs> I, I wasn't get, get Jay out of here, but I was like, all right, you know, I just was on this tip like Jay's drinking a lot of Chris. You can tell he's drinking right. way more Chris than normal. Cause way the, more Chris than uh, water. Yeah, because he went from like really spilling to Jay, hey, mommy, help me say it now. Like all of that <laughs> shit was like, all right, you know what I mean? Like I'm cool off of this. But no, nah, the lasagna line was great. It's genius. It was great. So with that being said, um, I just don't see how we've gone from like that. And like, you know, don't you know bad boys move in silence to like everything is for the gram and for social media and YouTube and motherfuckers are just willingly like self snitching on themselves like repeatedly over and, over and over and over. I will again. never understand the 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 concept of getting online and telling people what you're doing. Yeah. And what you're about to do. And like my homie was saying the other day when when homie had said something around a bunch of people like he was about to do something to somebody and he like you know, you can't even really take it that serious because, like, he ain't stupid enough to just be yeah, saying that shit out. I'm like, no, here's the thing. He is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They are. Like, they will make an announcement and then do exactly what they made an announcement about because they want people to notice. And then be like, who's snitching? <laughs> <laughs> All y'all niggas rats. <laughs> All y'all niggas is rats. Like, nah, just just you, big dog. Tell me more. Niggas out here hating, telling on a, telling on a player. But the be woke vote shit, not to go completely off the rails. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. I, thought, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect. I almost going into turned it. around. <laughs> listen, I told, I was like, listen, man, it was. It started off a little slow, a little shaky. Me and Dan was out there. Chad know, was like, if he ain't here, I don't know if he need to come. Yeah, yeah no, just keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? We weren't paid to appear or nothing like that. Uh, but apparently, there's a lot of money behind all of these like little rallies and yeah. campaigns and shit. So I'm trying to track down uh, the person that put this joint together. Yeah. I need my appearance fee because yeah, apparently there's there's s- b- millions yeah. being dumped into this shit. Yeah, because it's millions. like it's, it's it's a it's a real thing, like especially from the Democratic Party. Yes. Like, they can't lose Pennsylvania again. Yo, they swooping niggas up like the truancy van. Yo, real <laughs> like, talk. they coming to get Like, head of state. Like, like, what, yeah. you, what you doing right <laughs> real now? Real talk. Like, you know, I, it's funny because I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and I, I I try my hardest to just not talk to people, especially if I know. Yeah, like ever? <laughs> yeah. So, he was like, yo, it just feel like the, the Democrats is doing way too much right now. And I'm like... Well, the Democrats lost the election in Pennsylvania. Like, they lost the election the last time. By doing nothing. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, Pennsylvania is, like, historically Democrat. You know what I mean? And they lost, like, Hillary Street lost Pennsylvania. And he was like, yeah, I'm saying, though, like, is it that serious? And I'm like, Pennsylvania has, like, I think the six most electoral votes in, in the, the country. In the whole union. <laughs> and he was like, what you mean? And I'm like... I'm just going to lunch And I, I just Cause I'm like It's just gonna be too much It's gonna be You know what I'm saying Cause it's like It's gonna be like Eight hours later Yeah <laughs> Eight exactly. hours later 
Because it's like I know you don't understand the electoral college. I know you don't understand the vote breakdown. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't stop that conversation right there, the amount of subsequent what you means is infinite. Like no matter what you say, he ain't gonna get it because right. he don't got it. And I'm likely this is like a 25 or older person. So he's 28, 29. So right. so people, I la- I leave it alone. The next day, I come back to work. Whatever I see him. So he was like, yeah, yeah. I pee what you were saying with the whole joint. He boarded back up, and I'm just like, all right, here we go. Here we are again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he was like, so basically. I think he was like, it's, what, it's like 20? I think, I think it is, 20 electoral votes for Pennsylvania. And he was like, all right, yeah, so it's like basically the first person to hit 270. And I'm like, right. So he was like, I don't understand how the whole shit happened with Bush and them down there. I'm like, it, that was, that, we not getting that. Flim flammery. That's, that's not, that's <laughs> three hours. You know what I'm saying? I can't. But I was like, that's Stay why. On task. But I was like, that's why it always comes down to like California, for real, for real, when it yeah. goes in. And he was like. California and Texas. And he was like, "Why?" I'm like, "Cause California is number one in like they're like 55, and then Texas, I think Texas is like 36 yeah. or some shit like that." So I'm just like, "Yeah." And then at that, California is three hours behind. You know what I mean? So it's like where we're voting at seven o'clock, the polls close. You know, whatever time it may be, yo, bro. When they close, I said, "Like, bro, here." <laughs> they um. They close, you know, then you got the California's three hours behind us right. with the most electoral of us. So exactly. You know what I mean? And he was just like, yeah, 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 damn. So, like, PA really matter and shit. I'm like, nigga, if you number six, <laughs> yes, you know, so you that's, number six out of 50. Yeah, right, so that's where it's like, yeah, like Delaware, I think, is like at the bottom. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, yeah, no, that it's a big deal. So that's why they push and push and push and push yeah. and push it. Where you got Carl running from this event to that event over hey, here. He over had there. four or five yeah. events on Saturday. It's events. It was things everywhere. Yeah. Every, that Be Woke and Vote thing was everywhere. Atlanta, yeah. Detroit, they were everywhere. Yeah, that's a national uh, yeah. a national campaign in, you know, all of the biggest like Democratic cities. Yeah, but it was uh, definitely fun, man. Shout out to uh, Big Dan was there. Big Dan was impersonating me before I got there, apparently. <laughs> yeah, the mask on. They like, oh yeah, that's your man, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people came up and spoke to me. I don't really know who a lot of them were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, I get that a lot. Well, what up, man? Make me sick. All right, now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know who you are. Yeah, uh, Hot 1039 was there. Shout out my man DJ Caution. He jumped yeah, on DJ camera Caution for us, was... and he shouted us out all day. Yeah, all day. Literally all day. He's a big uh, fan of the show. He working some behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stuff to you know help some players out yeah. also. And um, no, it was, it was a good event. It was a great turnout. A lot of cars came through. Um, you know, they basically had... Anything you could think of as far as giving away waters, uh, you know, shout out, shout out Kurt Cooks. Food. They was out yeah, there. They was out Kurt there. Was and, uh, and my homegirl, Steph, uh, Stephanie and Nicole. Yeah. They was out there. They food was super good. Yeah, the turkey burgers was in. Yeah, it was on point. And, and it was for the free ski. You yes, know it was. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was no it was no cap. Everything yeah. was for the free. You know, people came out, you know, had a good time, man. Um uh, two of our guests today were actually oh, yeah. there. Um, State Rep Morgan Cephas and uh, Councilman Curtis Jones was there. Also, uh, Senator Vincent Hughes was there also. Um, he actually jumped on camera for us. So it's a little bit of overlap from what we did Saturday, what we do today. But we want to expand the conversation around the upcoming election, the political season, and why it's important to just get involved in your community at large and Starting with voting. Now, before they come in, let me ask you this. Me and Taylor were talking about for you here. How long do you think it takes for them to figure out who the president is after November 30th? At least 90 days. Okay, cool. So you, you're not <laughs> tripping. <laughs> yeah, no, right, no, cool. no, 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 no. At least 90 days. And then it's like, 
they gonna be moving like if say if Trump lose and they start moving by and stuff, and Trump will be like, what's going on? Like, what's this about? <laughs> like, like, yeah, no, it's over. <laughs> son. No, I never said I lost. You know what I'm saying? Y'all said I lost. I ain't say I lost. Ew. They gonna have to like rumble in uh yeah. the, in the square. They showing up in <laughs> January <laughs> trying to like do the inauguration. Trump still got the cable in his name. Ain't taking shit out the closet. Dead <laughs> ass. Like yo, I honestly think it's going to the Supreme Court though. Like mail in ballots is like. The one thing that made me feel better about it was when I found out that they do have a full tracking system with the mail-in ballots. But my thing is, what if your joint just gets straight lost? (laughs) I had a full tracking system for these Yeezys. (laughs) These shits literally was like, shipped, we don't have a clue, confirmed delivered. Like That's (laughs) that's how the shit be. They they send you a postcard uh, once they get your ballot with a sticker that said, I uh, voted by mail. So that's like a confirmation. Okay. I don't feel very strongly it about that. That didn't help me at all, <laughs> Taylor. I'm not going to lie. I, I just got mine, so that's all I know. It didn't ease my anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I don't know. It's just, you know, at the point where they started stealing mailboxes all through the Northwest, no. I was like, yeah, this shit is going to be rough. I remember, be I remember when, when I was young, one of my uh, poorer friends at the time, I, I lost contact with him just through poverty and shit like that. <laughs> But I remember we were walking through the plaza, the mall. We called it the mall, the Penrose Plaza and shit. We was, you know, niggas. We called it the mall. We was walking through the mall, and this nigga took a soda, an open can of soda, and put it in the mailbox. And I'll never forget that. I was just like, what the fuck did you do that that for? And he was just like, fuck you mean. Fuck they mail. And I'm like... You know, that's a federal offense. So that always plays back <laughs> in my mind whenever fuck anybody's mean, like, yeah, like, whenever anybody's like, I'm a male son. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I might be like, we'll pour soda all in it. <laughs> <laughs> just bring it to me, <laughs> real shit. You better take that to the distro. Yeah, son. like I, I just mailboxes and shit. I can't just, name the last time I put something in the mailbox, fam. I'm going straight yucks. to the post office. It's a mailbox at my kind, like my apartment complex. And people still be using that. They tripping as they pulling out in the morning. You see motherfuckers getting out. I so would I, assume that that mailbox has never been empty. <laughs> and probably, and I because it, it's a pretty nice place. So it's like, yeah, the, yeah. the mail. I, I be seeing the mail guy. He, we got a good rapport and shit. Yeah. Like he be knowing when some sneaks and shit come. For me and she'd be like, oh, big ass box in the truck, man. You come carry He be knowing. Yeah. But he cool. I see him all the time. So it's like, yeah, I can imagine it's getting empty. It's just the the fact that it's 2020. Yeah. So tying notes to pigeons. You know what I'm saying? It's just wild. You know what I mean? Because we got think about it, you can if I can literally every bill I have is on electronic delivery. Sh- Every, like dog, you can manage your fucking 401k, your pension, everything. You can move money here, here, yeah. there, over there. I got eight different fucking bank accounts, and I'm shuffling shit. I'm talking about. Remember back in the day where you couldn't do things through different banks? Yeah, it's gotten to the point now where banks are straight partnering with each other. Like I'm, my American Heritage is straight goes with my uh, transit work. Like I can straight send shit to. Right. It, you know what I mean? So it's just wild to see people like, hey, you got stamp, and it'd be like, man, what the fuck are you about to do? Your uniform? About to melt some anthrax? What are you about to do with a stamp? That's you know what I'm saying? I remember back when I was young, we used to have stamps. 
Yeah, in the grid. Like on on debt, yeah. like books or stamps. Yeah. My parents had the the, uh, the label for the top of the left. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Kane, 77. Like, that was, you know, because you ain't writing no return address. Right. Every Jones, put your sticker on, keep it moving. And it's just like, yeah, like, now it's like, you don't have an address book. No. You know what I mean? Remember your voicemail? Bruh. You'd be, my dad used to break his neck and said, let me see who First message. Hey, Wallace Larry, I got to call me back. Yeah, I got to call Larry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like now it's just all like in Everything your, is in real it's time. It's in your phone. It's yeah. real time. So it's yeah. like I sent that email like my doctor the other day. My workers comment was like, yo, I'm trying to issue this checkout for you today. What's up with your paperwork? Oh, right, one minute. Take it. Put it on my phone. Send it to him. He sent me the email back. He's like, all right, bet. I get the joint. Check issue today. It's like, yeah. ain't no send that. Wait a couple yeah, days. No. Like, no. So it's just like, for us to have to go back to that for voting is like. We you, really in a stone age. We in the dark ages. In the words of the great E. Ness, smell the smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just what it is. Yeah, it's a bad job, man. It's going to be a mess. So we're going to uh, talk to our special guests all about, you know, the whole political process, the upcoming election, their thoughts, feelings and everything and what they've been seeing in the communities uh, so far. Yeah, we might get some nonsense at the very end. Very, very end. But yeah. today we grown up, Chad and Matt. We're going to ask the questions that the people want to know. I actually thought about wearing a suit. Lee told me I was drawing. <laughs> it was doing too much. Yeah, <laughs> that, that wasn't the draw. That and wasn't then, the lick. Then I seen Brow without a suit. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I, I've seen Brow with a suit on like one time. He's been working. Uh, oh, no, Brow always has. Every time I catch him, he's in a suit. I, I've seen him in a suit like one time in the last four years. He's been putting uh-huh. I seen him Brow. balling in a suit one day. Like, <laughs> Brow just always has a suit on now. It's crazy. <laughs> You know, you know Circle House. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it down. Dump it down low. It's some hard bottoms. <laughs> uh, you want to get everybody in here? Yeah, for sure. All right, we're going to bring everybody in. The realest podcast ever. Realest podcast ever. We back. Uh, we got two special guests in the building today. One return guest and one first time guest. Uh, y'all can introduce yourself. I will say, ladies first. I appreciate that. Uh, I am State Representative Morgan Cephas. I represent the 192nd Legislative District. I'm going to do the neighborhood shout outs. So Overbrook, Overbrook Park, Haddington, Carroll Park, Winfield, Overbrook Farms, Morris Park, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Let me see if I could do it. I'm Councilman Curtis Jones Jr., aka Run Kurt run Mr. Fourth District, better known as, and I represent Andor, Roxborough. Um, uh, <laughs> all of yours, all of yours, <laughs> and West Philly. Don't worry about it. I'm on the uh, I'm on the campaign trail this year, so you know you go. we got to keep saying it. Yeah, I'm right. a, I'm a adopted a uh, Rox Roxboroughing, so um, you, you my, yeah, I I'm, represent I'm you. you. Nice. I'm part of your constituency. Yeah, we was wondering where y'all lived there because this I was is. Uh, I was up, I was in Roxborough for a couple of years. Oh, cool! Yeah, he just moved. Yeah. He abandoned me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nobody, nobody we were like all, we were like all on the same stretch at one yeah. point. Oh, cool! It was yeah. me, him, our friend Dev, and Rick. Uh, Rick. Yeah, we were all, all up there, and I used to make all of them drive me places yeah, and stuff. Was, and that was just me. It was right. a, it was a headache, but, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah, they all moved to get away yeah. from me. But See, you Roxborough know. was a little small town. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's like a small town. Yeah, yeah, and um. Washington, George Washington actually went down Ridge Avenue. And yeah. They have 100 year old houses. It's historically designated now, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we did that early. Yeah. Because they were yeah. trying to tear down all these mansions yeah. and put up Wendy's. Yeah. Like, oh, man. And we were like, no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 
too much of a historical. Yeah, there's uh, been a, uh, like a development boom in Roxborough the last like yeah. four or five years. I've been up there probably like eight years now. And, like, honestly, um, it's a lot of lot older of homes. Like you go over to like Midville, Queen Lane, all yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. These homes have been there for like yeah. years. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, those absolutely. Big Victorian style twins yeah, in your yeah. towns. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot over there. Does uh, East Falls fall into your jurisdiction? Too? East Falls, Maniunk, Roxborough. He has the he has the hip district. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I got Overbrook Farms. All of the eat outside with your dog under the table. Yeah. Yeah. So Main Street, Main Street is my more popular oh, food yeah, absolutely. drag. Absolutely. It's like if South Street and Chestnut Hill had a baby, it'd Main be Main Street. Street. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. nice. a good way to describe yeah. it. We're, we're trying to get one of those corridors over on my end. Uh, it's a long time 63rd coming. 63rd we'll Street could be it. Yeah, I mean, we got a new development going on over there. It's yeah. a uh, apartment they're building. They're going to power wash everything. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to see it over there, though. So, uh, so you said you're... So you're basically Upper West Philly then, like if you're Overbrook. So it depends on what you call over it. Over to like City Line Ave. Yeah, so I think of, it's St. Joe's University, yeah, um, the Overbrook Farms part in yeah. Winfield. That's where that is. But then I'll I go all the way down to Market Street. So think of like 63rd, 63rd to 60th in Market. Okay. So it's almost like I always like to still the county. Like Lancaster line. Ave, all of that. Yeah. So like Lancaster from 63rd yeah, yeah. to about 54th. So like okay. a tale of two cities. Yeah. yeah. So more for the people that missed Definitely the uh, the first show that we had with you when you did the call in um, back before the primary, give our guests. Because um, we got a lot of new listeners now Give our oh, guests and our YouTube community mm-hmm. Give them your history and politics Real quick, how you got involved in it And what led you up to where we are today Yeah, so um, I first kicked off uh, politics Or just an interest in politics When I was in uh, undergrad at University of Virginia Yes, the University of Virginia with the Tiki Torches Okay um, and Chambersburg I, Yeah, yeah. No, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. <laughs> yes. So I took a random uh, political science class And uh, you know, I hit my dad up like Do we know anybody in politics that um that you know i can help out with you know team up with and lo and behold i know chad you know i, I ran track he was my first track coach wow. yeah like at nine years old me yeah. and casey <laughs> and um so got a chance to volunteer on this campaign i was his youth policy advisor because at that point like you know our generation was graduating from college right. and you know we had the student loan debt going back to live with our parents and stuff like that um so got a chance to be his youth policy advisor then teamed up on his actual legislative team because he won his city council race Became his uh, legislative aide, made it to deputy chief of staff. Then I transitioned over to an organization called the Philadelphia Youth Network, which concentrates on education and workforce development opportunities for kids. So it's like the big summer job program. Yeah, that they I do did every that summer. back in the yeah, day. Yeah, we all did. We yeah. always work ready kids. <laughs> yep. um, so at that point, um, the, the woman that preceded me... Uh, Louise Bishop, she was transitioning out of office, and that was all she wrote. I ran a race. I was one of five. Um, I was not the Democratic nominee, but, you know, with my mentor over here, boots on the ground, knocking on tons of doors, I think... Brad Diddy came in uh, during my second re-election, um, and you know that's all she wrote. That's how I got involved in politics. That's how I got to the state house, and I'm actually up for re-election. We run every two years. Yes, it is ungodly, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but it's been a good ride. Yeah. Uh, I first got elected when Donald Trump got elected. So when people are asking, you know, how did you feel about the election? How do you feel about your first win? You're like, you know, well, we kind of won the battle, but lost the war here. Yeah. Um, and up in Harrisburg, we got like real life <laughs> Republicans. 
yeah. like the Donald Trump kind. Right. That's why when people talk about the election and us having like this big point lead, we have we essentially have the same point lead that Hillary had around the same time. Right. But when so you, you mean there's still a lot of work to oh, do. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you still got to deal with people that are just not interested in voting, don't see themselves in the Biden Harris ticket, or you got people in Luzerne County, York County, like no, nah, I'm still Trump. So I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be down to the wire. But that's how I got involved. That's how you know I got to politics, and it's been a good ride ever since. Right, Councilman Jones, same question. Ooh. History and politics. I, I go back to uh, no gang war and in the 70s. I worked with the House of Emojis Youth Group. I was a counselor there. And um, I went away to an excellent institution called Millersville University. Uh, and Shaka Fatah, who uh, was a... Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Lifelong friend asked me to come back and help him and run uh, for office, and I did. And the bug bit me. Yeah. I started looking out the window and saying, hmm, why do we have to put up with that? We can change it. Mm -hmm. uh, and we had our first demonstration where we uh, got carted away. Um, uh, we handcuffed ourselves to uh, the uh, polls and city council. And literally, they gave us a break and let us go. Um, didn't arrest us. And then the next week, Milton Street and them tried it, and they went straight to jail. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's better to be born lucky than smart. Yeah. Um, and then we got involved in, uh, in the youth movement to clean up politics. Uh, and we used to get beat up all the time. Like every six months, we would lose. But then we started to get tougher, yeah. smarter, uh, more engaged in the process and started winning. Uh, and we uh, began to be able to take on offices. The first one was uh, the 192nd district, which now Morgan represents. Uh, we won by, out of uh, like 10,000 votes cast, 58 votes. Oh. Less wow. than one vote per division. And so when people ask, does one vote matter? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, to it. <laughs> yeah it's definitely. And so we we then um, shock around for Senate. We Hooked up with a maverick you may have heard of, Vincent Hughes. Mm -hmm. uh, helped him out. He lost the first time. We came back on the second time around and won. And I was more the kingmaker. Uh, I was more the strategist. Right. Um, I like the back scenes, X's and O's. Give it what the name politics. is. Uh, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a knuckle dragger. I go out in the field and I, I like talking to people. Yeah. And I like, I don't go by national polls, I go by barbershop polls. And I listen to what people are talking about right. and then translate that into actual political policy. And so I, I had to wait and decide if I ever was going to be on that side of it. Um, when 
um, Michael Nutter mm-hmm. ran for mayor. I decided to put myself up. It was 13 other people, and one of them was uh, Carol Campbell, who do not sleep on her. She was, even though she had physical disabilities, she was fierce. Like, I have friends that I grew up with that were incarcerated, calling home and say, I love you, homie. I love you, big homie. But my brother is coming up for uh, parole, and she knows the judge, and la di da di da can't be with you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's like when you went into the schoolyard. Sometimes you just got to step to the biggest bully and bust him oh, in the yeah. mouth. And right. if you get lucky, you, you know, you wind up elected. Yeah. And I did that. Awesome. So now yeah. I closed jails. Oh, God. House of Correction. <laughs> <laughs> closed it. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's awesome. Uh, looking at the political landscape and everything that's going on right now, how different do you think the country is and then your local uh, areas are compared to four years ago when Trump initially got elected. So if, if some, there is any difference. We were talking about so this on the ride up and I said if somebody would have woke you up four years ago and said a game show host was oh, going to be the president God. of the United States, you'd have laughed them and said pass that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that can't be yeah. our reality. Right. Um, I have never I've disagreed with Republicans. I've disagreed with um, Bush, and I've disagreed with other Republicans. But I've never, ever, ever been ashamed of my president. Mm. I may have disagreed with you, but you the press. I remember seeing the U.N. when he said he was the greatest president in the history of this country. And the translators were translating what he said to the various countries, and each one of them started busting out laughing <laughs> like it was a joke because it was, yeah, but it yeah. just wasn't funny. Yeah. So yeah. the difference is you have a man who, growing up in, in our reality, you had to go through certain rites of passages like schoolyard bullies and this and that. He never had to fight a fight in the schoolyard. Right. His bodyguard mm-hmm. fought it. And he had never had to ask to, to, to date someone. Someone asked for him and his wallet spoke for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whenever he got in trouble, he had a lawyer to bail him out. So he has never gone through what you and I have had to negotiate in mm-hmm. life, who makes our character. Right. He is someone whose daddy made. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're in trouble for it. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I'll just jump in real quick. Um, I mean, I just think right now, everybody's just getting a real civics lesson. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about the Supreme Court, about the presidency, about every level of government, you just have not been paying attention. So yeah. I think the gift and the curse of this situation is that it's woken a lot of people up about what matters, what's at stake, and what could potentially change it on every level of government. I think the great thing, the last thing, is that they're asking the same thing of Democrats. Like, specifically tell me how you're going to be able to improve my day-to-day if we put you in office. So I think at the very least, it has shaken us up to recognizing that. Yeah, I I was saying, uh, going to to what he was saying, like, it amazed me at how the last election, how uninterested everyone became when it was trump and hillary it was just like when it was obama and romney it, it was just like it was a party yeah. i told you it was a party right yeah. like when i went party to go vote the <laughs> they were harlem shaking it was dancing it was nuts we need to bring that back it was it was wild <laughs> and then when i went for the trump hillary i literally walked into school was like 
Yeah. Are y'all, y'all doing, y'all here or is it like, where are everybody? Yeah. Just, oh no, come in. It was like nobody there. So it's just like, damn, like nobody yeah. was interested. Yeah. And now it's like, it's come, it's gotten so bad with him that people are just like, all right, I got to vote for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm voting for, but somebody got to get a vote. No, I definitely and that, think was, that was Carl's issue yeah. when Carl had, was on the town Absolutely. hall with Trump. It was like, and people, Carl was like, he had so many people mad at him, like, oh, you yeah. know, why would you do, why would you basically say you're undecided and, you know, we need to get Trump? He's like, I'm basically throwing a question out there, like, yeah. if we do decide to yeah. vote for you, yeah. now what? Yeah. I mean, I think um, in 2016, we slept. We were asleep. Yeah, definitely. Yes, you definitely. literally had, and, you know, no shot at the Hillary campaign, but she kept coming to Philly and Pittsburgh. And I'm like, sis, that's not... Same the, enough. Yeah, that's the like world. Pen, <laughs> Pentucky in between. <laughs> you got to really go, like, door-to-door and boots on the ground. And we just did not keep the same energy throughout the entire campaign. And I think that's the difference that you see this time around is just, like, it's too much at stake for us to yeah. be lax. I mean, it, we're going down to 16 days. I ain't never campaigned so hard in my life. It, it, it was a joke that wasn't funny when you woke up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you were in shock, absolutely. literally. Saying, no, that, that really didn't happen, did it? And we've been paying for it ever since. I mean, this guy is, like, not playing. He ain't faking it. Oh, He's yeah. crazy. Listen, we, we, we had a conversation the other day. What, what was it that we were geeking off of in the group <laughs> chat that he did recently? Um, um, was it the Superman shit? No. When he <laughs> said, uh, um, I feel great, I'll come down there and <laughs> yeah, kiss everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he's and, really like, something's wrong with Boo. And, yeah, and, and our other homie was like, yo, at this point, it like it don't even like shock me no more. Yeah. And I, I was like, yo, the the president got hit with the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> and you when you really think about that like, in the grand scheme, like imagine Obama walking down to re- the, the ring at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Like it don't even make logical sense. Yeah. But like yeah. Trump really got Stone Cold Stunning. Yeah. It's like that's the president. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, that's kind of what you're gonna get. It's like it does there's no reason for him to be in office. Oh, absolutely. Period. But, but absolutely. look at his following. Yeah. yeah. The, that's what is it's scary. Serious. And that's yeah. the part that trips and trips throughout the most. Like 50 million people oh, was absolutely. like, I vote for him. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, wait a minute. The <laughs> racist, the, the, the hardcore Klansmen Yo, yeah. are down with it. Yo, oh, yeah. And he's giving them secret signals. Yo. Like, stand by and be ready. And, <laughs> and it's, I'll call you later. It's wild, though, because. Only in America, and I guess that's the American dream thing, and that's, that might have been what people mm-hmm. attach to because it's like you can become the president with no experience. Yo, Regardless scary. of whatever you – and it, it, when you really get into his story and watch documentaries and really read and you see – he wasn't that great of a businessman. He's no. just a great Vanessa. Right. His family is great. That's why at the end of the year when y'all do y'all, uh, you know, y'all award oh, well, yeah. genre, he needs to get Vanessa. It's, 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 it's like, no way around it. Listen, no hands down. He he's just a legendary Vanessa who oh, came from a legendary Vanessa and his father. So when you see that his business record really isn't that great, he almost destroyed. He practically did destroy Atlantic yeah, City. He did. Everything he tried to do in uh, Wall Street was a failure. It just it was a lot of the yeah. football team. Yeah. Everything was just yeah. a failure. So it's like, all right, you turn around, you like, all right, I'm gonna run for president. He's never been a senator. He's never been a councilman. He's never been an alderman. Yeah. It's like, dog, I work at SEPTA. You can't drive a train without two years on the street. It's, it's and you the, take and you got <laughs> so yeah, it's just so seeing yeah. somebody become a president Absolutely. with no experience. Absolutely. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I told you I'm trying to get out of, of driving a bus. I applied for a COO position three weeks ago. With a, I have no experience. I'm just like, whatever. And you're gonna get that drunk because you're gonna finesse At this point, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. what, what, it's like Trump has shown us, yo, you can really, you oh, get absolutely. enough people to buy in 
end absolutely. to your foolishness. It's like, yo. But absolutely. his whole thing was marketing. Oh, absolutely. That's what it was. Yes. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He did, whether it was his wines or, or cheap steaks, <laughs> he put his name on the Trump brand. Yeah. Yeah. And he rode that right to the White House. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and he'll ride this country right to bankruptcy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I've never seen it like this, where it's just so much oh, yeah. anger. Mm-hmm. And I, I said it. Me personally, we talking about. I think it's going to end up in the Supreme Court because I don't think we're going to know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't think we're going to know for sure absolutely. with all this mail-in ballot stuff. But it's going to be a lot of angry people, no matter what way so, it yeah. goes. They're going to be literally, angry for a while. Literally, he's setting up the narrative like, if I don't win, though, mm-hmm. you know they cheated. Yeah, right. And absolutely. if I don't win, though, we ain't going down easy. The fact that he's uh, I mean, building he's up all the up. chaos around the whole mail-in ballot system, he's yeah. already setting it up. He like, stole so- mailboxes. <laughs> bro, <laughs> no, mailboxes. bro. No, Port Oregon. Yeah, go get them. Oregon, <laughs> Washington State. Yes. They don't need them, Jones. Go get Mail them. in your ballots. <laughs> go, go get them. Get them. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he's been uh, he's been suing us up to Wazoo in Pennsylvania. Suing really? us against yeah, yeah, suing us against the mailboxes, trying to get them out of here. So they also were trying to get outside poll watchers to be able to come in and poll watch our location. So almost like an intimidation thing. Wow. We had to take them to court for that. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a battle. So they, like, he was it, himself suing Pennsylvania? So the, the Republican Party here in Pennsylvania was suing um, suing the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, so the Republicans us. have done this before where they put out rumors mm-hmm. that they were going to check people for warrants. Oh, at the polls. At the polls. Oh, wow. Like, come on now. Yeah. That's voter intimidation at its worst. Absolutely. And, I mean, for you. That's you, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so so we, we have to fight that. And successfully, we have mm-hmm. in court Absolutely. Uh, where they can't do that. You—that's your fundamental right as a citizen. Yeah. Not councilman, not rep. The most important on election day is citizen. Right. And I vote. Wow. Um, what I've seen in the last few weeks is that a lot of um, different, like affluent black people, well-to-do black people, that were saying, "Hold your vote," mm-hmm. or "I'm not getting involved in this. I don't have an opinion one way or another." have now did it about face and they're like the situation is dire <laughs> we've got to get trump out of office yeah. um i saw dr claude anderson say that who was part of the Carter administration wrote the book powernomics and i've also seen sean combs uh puff daddy say the same thing this past weekend he put a whole yeah. video press release out with Charlemagne and all that basically saying like rough go about it on twitter yeah, like, like the time the time is now do y'all I have I any he was holding his vote out too that's what he said on. like everybody's that's like, what he said like, and now he's so these people have like done an about face mm. on what they literally told us 30, 40, 50 days ago. Do y'all have any thoughts on why that might be or why well, people are now saying I'm on board with the Democratic ticket now? Because last time around, if you recall, Hillary was up in the polls similar to this. Yeah, Hillary was up. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. woke up to a nightmare. Like by like 14 points. So this thing is far from yeah. over. Yeah. He has a way of flip flipping it back Mm -hmm. to his advantage. So people who are at risk, because, you know, endorsements and things like that, and I might get cut from this sponsorship, Mm -hmm. it's not worth you Mm -hmm. sitting on the sidelines and letting your whole culture go down the toilet. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I you got to stand up at a point. Yeah, I think the most recent one was the whole contract with Black America with uh, Ice, Cube. Ice Cube. It's yeah. funny because I have on an Ice Cube shirt now, and I thought about it this morning <laughs> when, I, when I put it on yeah. came That's out. That's crazy. And I was just like, ah, damn. <laughs> well, I ain't going shirtless, so it's like whatever. But it's just like, you, you got a situation like that where, yeah. okay, y'all throw out the platinum plan. Y'all throw yeah. that out into yeah. into the world. All right, $500 billion allocated to black business, black schooling, and overall black economics. Yeah. All right, cool, great. Ice Cube steps up and was like, yo, Democrats, what's up? And they like, we talked to you after the election. And he like, all right, like, I'm going to go over <laughs> here. Right, you know what I'm so saying? inside game. We've said something to so so to get elected. Sometimes elected officials play the middle. Right. Yeah. They don't want to be too controversial because yeah. right. I'll use I'll lose this constituency. Yeah. So I'm gonna Bingo. play. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play right in the middle. I said to them, and Morgan has said to them, "Listen, you better speak to black men in barbershops." We've had oh, this absolutely. Debate. I said absolutely. I said Biden finished the sentence. I support black men by boom, finish it. And if you can't do that, then they're not listening. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, one out of three of us is in jail, probation, or parole. That's a fact. Yeah. And if you aren't talking things like expungement yes. yeah. after yeah. 10 years, and if you're not talking about closing the <coughs> pipeline from school to the prison, prison. Pipe, yeah. And, yeah. School, and go with a new pipeline called school to paycheck, yeah. if you're not saying those things, you're not speaking to my needs. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, right. think, um, I think it's... One, to the Ice Cube situation, I feel like they flip because after they put out these plans, if you look at his plan and actually look what Trump put in his plan, adopting from it, he put things like making Juneteenth a national holiday. He put things like making the KKK a terrorist organization. So he nitpicked what pieces he took. Right, he didn't adopt the whole he plan. He didn't adopt the banking reform, the lending reform that he yeah. was talking about in the plan. And I think that's why people are making the switch. It's like, you know, the great finesser is going to have you at the table, but he's not really going to take you serious. Right. And all of the promises that he's making this $500 billion into black and brown communities, creating jobs, he already had the opportunity to do that. But what he did instead was the op- opportunity zones right. or the the big tax cut and answer this one question does the city of philadelphia need any more tax incentives to get us to build right. they're already building so <laughs> yeah. these are like empty promises yeah. tax abatements everywhere oh so absolutely it's like, but it, we spoke about that a couple episodes ago with the whole trump with the uh with the with, like you said with the standby stand down thing with the proud boys mm-hmm. and like people couldn't <clears throat> understand why he won't denounce uh, white supremacy yeah. and it's like here's the thing they going to vote for him. Like, oh, he's playing in the middle. They 100% going to vote for him. So I can't haul off and diss them yeah. for y'all who of, might yeah. not even vote. Absolutely. And that, you know, like he said, play in the middle. So it's like, he's playing his base. Yeah, like you can't strong. go against one. It's right. just the way it go. But I think you also see black men stepping up in this election cycle like Pastor Carl and again challenging Democrats like no speak to African American men and what does your plan look like that's going to address my you know day to day my quality of life and it's not all about criminal justice reform I mean Matt you working at a union that's up you don't want to hear about that you want to hear about economic opportunity how are you going to put more dollars in black businesses and things like that versus your health concerns right you score low on every health concern ever. You have higher hypertension. You have more organ failure based on sugar. Mm-hmm. You have all of these different distinguishing characteristics because of the melanin in your skin. Right. And if somebody were to, if 300 whales washed up on the <coughs> shore of Delaware mm-hmm. uh, River 
Every marine biologist would be down there trying to figure out why. You die at a disproportionate rate all the time, mm -hmm. and nobody cares. We shoot each other, black-on-black -black crime. When are we going to figure those things out so that, you know, my son, your son don't aren't the endangered species. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson was on The Breakfast Club the other day, and he was speaking to the fact of, um, you know, his history in politics and stuff like that, but more importantly, the fact that he unapologetically used quid pro quo whenever he was dealing with whoever across any party lines to get things done for black people. And the fact that a lot of our politicians now are afraid to specifically say, this is what I'm going to do for black people. And that's whether they're black, white, or other. And I, th and I think, like, the whole thing with, with the Ice Cube thing has kind of gotten blown up because he specifically asked the Democrats, what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, let's talk about it later. And the Republicans, seeing an angle to be able to say, oh, Cube is with us, they went and said, oh, well, yeah, come on. And then it turned into a whole thing while also, like, nitpicking yeah. what they're willing <clears throat> to do. So... I say all that to say, what do y'all think about the fact of like the black community saying to our politicians and holding them accountable to say, what are you going to do for us so, specifically? So in my body, I got four freshmen and they crazy. <laughs> I got Brooks. I got Thomas. I got Gautier uh, and I got uh, 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 Karen, uh, Kathy. Kathy Richardson. They putting pressure on us old heads like we passed more. Uh, progressive legislation in the last four months than we did in the last four years. Mm. Love you, old head, but here's what our agenda says. And we get we, we have to either cowboy up right. or, you know. Holler back. Yeah, and so out of the six progressive pieces of legislation they proposed, we passed five of them. Mm -hmm. now you, we, weren't, we weren't going to do New York rent control, sorry. But, <laughs> but we did the other five, which uh, dealt with um, eviction moratoriums. It dealt with all kinds of um, uh, processes that you have to go uh, before you evict somebody, mm -hmm. and that would have never happened. Yeah. But for young people like yourselves, mm -hmm. yeah. stepping to us saying, all right, the status quo got to go, we need more. Yeah, and that was real. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing up at the state. So you have a lot more. Um, you have a lot more millennials coming into the legislature, and you know, with millennials coming into the legislature, we essentially have issues like student loan debt. Um, you know, good majority of us are renters, so we are concerned about tenant landlord issues. Right. And when it came down to the spending of COVID nineteen funding, so we Pennsylvania got roughly around four trillion, not trillion, four billion dollars. Say four trillion. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all was PUS getting <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, when we we got roughly around four billion, and when it came to spending for small businesses, you know, I don't represent the Maniacs or the Main Streets or the Center City businesses. I have like mom and pop shops. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you know this guy named uh, Daryl Thomas. He's a uh, he's a barber, and like literally every day on the phone during the pandemic when they had to shut down, they are like cussing us out. Like, what are y'all going to do for the black community? Like directly. So as a result of that conversation, uh, we were one of the only states to dedicate a hundred million dollars specifically for black and brown businesses. And I say that to say, like, it takes that level of pushback 
pushback right. and that honest conversation as Democrats, like, listen, if you want us to keep voting for you, what are you going to do specifically for this community? And I think, yeah, I, I, I think people who aren't black and brown don't understand at times the, the issues that you like. So him, his shop had to shut down. Oh, yeah. You don't have a rich uncle or oh, a whole yeah. nother business. So your family got right. this and this to your Scangionian sons and all this. <laughs> you know how it be. It's just, it's just what it is. We yeah, don't have yeah. the oh, same. Absolutely. You know, we, we're, we're like almost running a different race. Oh, absolutely. And like we always talk about it at my job. Where it's like there's such a divide, mm-hmm. it it it's and you've seen it so yeah. much over these last couple mm-hmm. years, yeah. just how drastic yeah. the differences is between the races. It just it is I what mean, it I is. Have can, ne- I've literally never seen a presidential campaign talk about black wealth. The yeah. fact that you got the Republicans and Democrats talking about how their platform will help generate black wealth is astonishing. And yeah. I think again, it is a direct result of people like Pastor Carl. Yeah. Like saying like that's not Even enough. Obama's owner wasn't it wasn't no talks about that. That's but why I when you it. look at the dis- <laughs> when you look at the disparities of the number of people of color that con- 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 got COVID, it's because of the jobs you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You on the bus. Yeah. You well, I wasn't, but they were. Yeah, yeah. Well, where was you? I was looking on the 52 I, 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 I had other things going yeah, on. Okay. But it was people out there, trust yeah. me. But no, you, you're right. And, it, and, you're on the front line. And mm-hmm. you, you took, and, and people then of other races translated that to say that you somehow were more risky. Mm-hmm. No, your job made you mm-hmm. have to exactly. be on yeah, the front line. Absolutely. And so we had to look at that myth mm-hmm. and then that reality. Yeah. Uh, and so. Those disparities also we're looking at. We we stepped acceptance and said, if you don't put PPEs on these buses, we're going to stop funding you. Yeah. Like, you saved their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my relatives. Yeah, absolutely. TWU, baby. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, that's why it's important for us to not just talk to the agencies, but also talk to the unions so yep. we understand what's Members. going on behind closed follow. doors. One, yeah. one of my homies I work with, he blew my mind one day because he had, like, went down to Atlanta to, like, a party. And I'm like, y'all doing the most, man, with the whole COVID thing. He's like, man, you drive a bus. What's the difference between being in a <laughs> I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you no. Got like, no. yeah, no, but it's like, yeah, when you work at the hospital, Absolutely. TSA at the airport, you know, separate you, you, yeah. you, you, you in it, you oh, know absolutely. what I mean? Grocery so, store, grocery store, clerks. Clerks. everything where you dealing with people constantly every day and have to. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, one of my homegirls, she, uh, she works from home and she was like, they told her that they probably won't be back in the office till mid 21 at best. Oh, yeah. And yeah. She's like, oh, it's driving me crazy, and this and the third, and I, you know, being in the house, and I'm just like, yo, at the end of the day, you you in Safe. the crib, your crib yeah. nice, you got Wi-Fi, snacks. It's <laughs> like, yo, I wish I could put on a virtual reality headset and drive from <laughs> drive the house, <laughs> but it's like it's not realistic. Yeah. So it's like at the end of the day, yeah, being in the house is a drag, yeah. and you're not doing your normal one-two you would normally do, yeah. but. You also don't gotta face yeah. like it's like and, and I think people have gotten to the point where like COVID is like oh we coming to the tail end of it and oh, it's like it's actually spiking and it's wild seeing it like when you see in the NFL have to shut down whole training facilities yeah. whole teams are coming up with it. Shit, baseball it, has shutdowns literally every other game. The, the Dolphins had thirteen thousand people at the stadium the other day. Oh wow! And I was like, what is this? So we are in the beginning. <laughs> what? The second phase yeah, of absolutely. COVID, and it's not a joke. And it's, yeah. it, you know, by the time Trump get this uh, 
vaccine working, it it'll be... They just canceled, like, a couple of the tests. Because it'll be June like, before... Dropping it'll be June before it's at CVS. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? And so we have to keep our guard up and be careful. Yeah. Because you guys are younger, but you have parents. Absolutely. And you have grandparents mm-hmm. that aren't as uh, able to... Um, Withstand. Yeah, they have comorbidities. Right. So we, if you don't care about yourself and you Superman up under there, mm-hmm. you better think about yeah. Lois Lane at home, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I think this really this election comes down to is like, who do you want at the helm leading us out of this? Yeah. Like, who do you want making decisions about who gets PPE, who has access to testing? Like, my district didn't have access to testing. We just got access to testing. Wow. I literally had to go to another county in order to get a test, which wow. is, you know, I'd have a call. Imagine somebody getting on the bus. Right. And I just think, you know, you have a yeah, president. Yeah, unsure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe you have this president who, you know, caught COVID thinking it's a joke and has access to the best health care. Whereas communities that, you know, we come from don't have access to that. Him saying that he wanted to wear the Superman shirt was wow. the craziest thing. And so that, as, as wild as he is. No, he said but he see, was like steroids. immune forever. I'm like, <laughs> but steroids bro, make nobody you, told you Steroids that. make you a little loopy there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You start believing it. Yeah. You believe in that hype. But it is wild because it's like, like he said, the, the COVID corona thing has literally gotten to the point where people where it's just like, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? And it's it, due to my job. He was gone for a couple of weeks. He back now, whatever. It was like, oh, I, in my mind, I just, I guess he was on vacation. I don't know. He was like, oh, yeah, I had COVID. You just like, <laughs> Whoa. what? And just like, what? He was like, yeah, no, nah, I just, I lost my taste for a couple of days and went down, got the test. And he was like, yeah, you got it. And I chilled in the crib, went down, and they was like, it's negative. So, you so know. I, I had a guy, you know him. He said he felt bad. He was at work. Oh, yeah. His wife took him to the ER. Mm-hmm. 17 days later, mm. he woke up mm. grabbing at the the stuff down his throat. Yeah. Oh, man. And so it ain't a joke. Mm-hmm. Nah. He lost track of 17 days of his life. Wow. He can't get that back. And if you hate the mask... If you don't like the mask, you're going to hate the ventilator. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely That's real. Yeah, we have, um, so up in Harrisburg, the Republicans, they don't really believe in it. So they don't yeah, come to work. they're all anti-maskers. Yes. Yeah. They come to work with, like, no mask on. And that literally they weren't telling us when people were showing symptoms or had con- contracted it. And literally you have two Republicans out right now because they caught COVID. So a ton of us had to get do contract tracing, yeah. had to stay home. Some people had to even stay up in Harrisburg because, you know, they had of young kids or family members with comorbidities so it's not a joke yeah the one guy i forget his name he was a uh, like a prominent black republican he went to the trump rally that, uh, uh, herman herman king herman king he was promoting the trump no, rally in herman. okc about don't have to wear masks this and this he catches covid dies from it then they end up posting after he he's dead they posted like a message about not wearing masks for covid on his twitter account oh, after no. he died. Well, what's oh, the wow. what's the governor from new jersey <laughs> um you know, you know, he caught COVID at... Oh, at, uh, Chris Christie. Yeah, he said, oh, yeah, listen, Christy he sold him out. He said, listen, wear the mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, I tell you. Wear the mask. And you I'm know, telling you, don't listen to it. Yes. And you know, he's like heavy set, so he got a comorbidity issue. The like, craziest part serious. about the COVID thing is that you, they don't even have nothing for you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you get point. an infection, they might give you some penicillin. <laughs> you know, you got a cough, they might give you some, 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 uh, na- what's the nasal spray? Tussin? Yeah, some. <laughs> Tussin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Floating. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. something. <laughs> but it's like, you get COVID and come in there, they just like, 
Hey, you got COVID. Go, go chill. <laughs> walk it, walk it off. Walk it off. Drink some orange juice. And they, they, they really can't do anything for you until you need a ventilator. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then at that joint, they like <laughs> your credit of us six hundred. We don't know who to give. Like seriously, it's it's a mess. So it's like yo, the fact that people are. Even from like at, at the bus, and it's crazy because I actually I go back to work Tuesday. And you know what? Tomorrow. What bus are you on? Because me and my youngest uh, we, stay we ride for the bus. bus. The we ride like, your bus. We go Matt, make me sick. I'm on the 48 now, right. out, uh, 29th Street, North Village. <laughs> but um, I'm actually going back tomorrow, so I've, I haven't been out there since. Oh yeah, June. you got in an accident, right? I got in an accident, and then uh, but even that, I only worked two months this year because of the. Uh, I broke my hand last year oh, yeah. going into the new year. Then when I came back from breaking my broke uh, right here, when I came back, that was when the corona thing popped. Oh, yeah. So they started pulling the buzz off the street. Mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. And then I went back out for like three weeks and then mm-hmm. had the accident. So, you know, oh. I've been out. But I'm going back tomorrow. But uh, I was saying it the other day to, to my homie. I'm like, you would think that people wouldn't be on the bus unless people are really on the bus. But so you really had have a to time connect where you work. had homeless people the, listen, oh. living on the bus. Listen, yeah. listen. When, I, I, I heard about when it. When they pulled all them buses off the street and we went down to like the uh, what they call life essential lines. Yeah. So my depot only had three lines: the twenty-seven, oh. the six, and the sixty. Oh, okay. So basically, they were only running buses that went to went past several supermarkets and went past hospitals. Mm-hmm. So. When I came downtown, I'm, I, I was doing the 27 at the time. When you come off the expressway 27, you got the 4 on Broad Street, the 32, the the 2 on 16th Street. None of that was running. Mm-hmm. So when you got downtown, it was you versus... It was like Warriors. <laughs> Warriors that's, that's what it was like. It was you versus... It was you versus everybody. So you going up and down Broad Street, and I'm talking about... People with carts, bang! You just like yo, why are y'all? Different and then, reality. Then to make it even crazier, the trains wasn't running, oh, so yeah. no, all the subway they cleared out yeah. the subway and locked all the gates. So it was just, it was mayhem. And yeah. like we had people at my job that were literally just like they were given the COVID relief, where you can get twelve weeks off. And my daughter's sick. Yeah, I ain't got a daughter. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously. It was and just, and know. they were catching the bus down to the airport and just staying there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. They had a whole encampment down there. Oh, wow. And, you know, nobody was flying that much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She so was, they, uh, Lee was telling me, like, people were straight staying in the garages. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Just outside. Was, wow. They had to figure a policy as to when they were going to clear that out. Oh, wow. You know, oh, because yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they talk about apocalyptic movies. They was down there. Yeah, you with us. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and, go, and the police can't help you. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it got really wild. Yeah. And um, I, for bus drivers, for police, for um, people that were grocery clerks, the y'all guys were heroes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, I kid you not. It, it was so many people who Trash were. Who were hey, oh, you saw just how how how, nece- oh, how much how of a necessity yes. trash removal absolutely. is, and people were losing their minds. And I was trying to explain it to somebody. I'm like, because one of my one of my good friends works for the sanitation department, and he was telling me he was like how short they were because. Let's say us three are a team. You drive the truck. We're both pickers. If you got COVID, we all out. We can't come because we on his team. So it was like it was things like that happening. And that's why it was so many people just going out because if one person pops with it, yeah. Y'all gotta y'all gotta yeah, chill. Absolutely. And yeah, that's how it was that's how it was working. So it's like, yeah, trash removal, police, uh bus drivers. We had so nursing many, homes. If one person gets it, 
Who I was in the break room that day? Oh wow! Yeah, get off the property. They was like, get off the property. So insider story: We all know certain union members that represent um, healthcare workers, mm. and they were coming up calling a councilman. They sending me in there without a mask, and I know this is a COVID unit. Mm. Oh, councilman, I got COVID, and they're sending me back in the unit. And these kinds of little things. Our seniors were catching hell. Oh yeah. Um, and, oh yeah. And that's why the high mortality rates. Because first of all, you know, you talking about eighty plus year old bodies yeah. mm-hmm. taking on that virus. The yeah, virus right. was was beating them up. Eating yeah. them up. And, and so you know, we we this second wave is no yeah. joke. This is one, of, one of my home good friends. She's a nurse, mm-hmm. and they were doing a. Uh, like contracting almost to nurses to come to New York. Remember when New York got yeah, yeah, like yeah. super slam. Mm-hmm. So she went to Brooklyn <clears throat> and she basically she works in Jersey, but she went up to Brooklyn for two nights. Mm-hmm. They paid her sixty five hundred dollars for two nights. In her mind, she was just like, "Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna come do it." Yeah, but what's she she was like, into? "She'd never do it again." Oh, she yeah. saw thirty seven people die while she was there in the unit in two days, and she was just like, "I can't, I can't." She's like, "You're gonna need like a." Uh, Therapy, yeah. Because well, and then she was like, "It's so informal because you're covered in all of the garments. No families there. No, fr- you know." So she was just like, "Never again." Yeah. I don't mean and to freak people out, but if you go by the morgue, ugh. they had freezer trucks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was in the uh, New York was wild. No, in Philly. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was in the paper. No, in yeah. Philly oh, wow. they had they had freezer to bring trucks. in freezer trucks to just store the bodies. Bodies because that's how many people were dying. Yeah. Absolutely. And so. The morgue was filled, and they said, let's go get this for refrigerated truck that used to keep chicken. Yeah. Now we're going to keep Putting people. bodies in it. Yeah. And when this is over, we're going to put the chicken back in it. Right? Like, that's, <laughs> that's how crazy the world is, man. It's nuts. But let me ask you this, getting back to the political thing. Do you see <clears throat> Biden and Harris changing? A, a, like, do you, do you see a transformation they do get in? Uh, for the country? Yeah. For like, I mean, just like, just overall. Like the whole platinum plan, all like never mind that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but do you see it as like a? a I understand that it'll, it'll of course. I, I don't know. I ain't gonna hold you because it's like you you saying you're not a believer. Not that I'm not a believer. I just think it's gonna be mayhem. I think we've reached that point yeah. where, you know, it's like you know once the fire is mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. So get the dog and your your so things and just get out. You I know guarantee that? you, no matter who wins, them care packages is ended. I think so too. We cannot oh, sustain four hundred, six hundred dollars. I think the care pop. packages, but then also I'm frightened about when it comes to tax season and how many people rely mm-hmm. on getting. No, that, that. that for sure. And yeah. my, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Once that runs out oh, and that's yeah. done, do people just what happens? It's so, it's, it's demolition man. No matter like, who you let people the, just lose. Who is the victor? The reality, the bill got to be paid. It's like we was right. eating at the banquet. Everybody, yeah. you want some more wine? You want some more? Give me the double order of those chicken fingers, right? Yeah. And the bill comes. Yeah, somebody got to pay the a, bill. Uh, yeah. 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 I ain't even want to come here. I ain't for you. You told me to come. Everybody got alligator arms. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's what is. Con- yeah. So we are at a city, as a city, facing a seven hundred. And fifty million dollar projected deficit. On the state level, we are projecting a five uh, billion dollar deficit. So, wow. so, so, Jeez. one or two things got to happen. Yeah, you cut, mm-hmm. or you increase taxes. Right. So, though, that's our. It's one of the two. It's one of them two. You do, it's not a third. Yeah, there's right. no other. Option. And so, we're looking at embracing for reality check. Mm-hmm. And so, we've been flying the plane 
You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we want to land it, but you know we're running out of gas. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we we this is going to be a multi-year recovery. Mm-hmm. So you know this is the bad part, and there's going to be a part two of the bad part, right? Because we got we you know listen, we got hiring freezes, mm-hmm. we got recreation centers, we can build them. Mm-hmm. How are we going to staff them? Absolutely. I, I read I read an article maybe about a week ago, and it was saying if you thought 20 was bad, get ready for 21 because yeah. 21 might be the worst year of your life. Yeah. And it was talking about how the money ending, the fact that you still got a lot of people out of work. Yeah. Um, the rent situation yeah. and housing situation. Yeah. It's just, you literally, me and her, we went the other day and we looked, because we looking at like cars. We went to the Maserati. They were literally like, yo, take the car. <laughs> we'll just figure it out. We'll take send it. you a bill. Just <laughs> email me. <laughs> like, real talk. Zero yeah. percent finance and we'll pay yeah. the first six months. Yeah. Uh, um, what was he saying? Oh, a extended maintenance package. It, they're literally just like, yeah. yo, please. The inventory take the isn't moving like that. Yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you the opposite is true for refrigerators. They all up. Like there was, <laughs> like I, I bought a freezer. It took four months uh, for it to get here because the factories that closed overseas, mm-hmm. the, you know, it, yeah. it wasn't on the ship. Right. Yeah. And so that kind of delayed reaction. Right. Is, yeah. And now they getting a second wave over there. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I had a friend of mine that's uh, in the nightclub business. He owns a uh, he owns a nightclub. He had ordered a bunch of lighting fixtures and all of this stuff and tables for his nightclub back in November. COVID hits in February. They basically told him, "We don't know when your stuff is coming." Mm. It shows up randomly in April. He ain't in a position to open because of everything being shut down. So now you out the fifty grand, not to mention all your week to week, month to month income, and you just got to sit on this investment until. The, the economy yeah, gets, gets to come so, back and the state opens so back. So what the Representative Cephas does, what I do, will matter as to not stop it, but to mitigate mm-hmm. the impact. Yeah. So if if we I, and you know our logic in City Council was <coughs> if you don't do a moratorium on evictions, where are you going to put these people? What homeless shelter right. are yeah. you going to put them in? And it's cheaper to keep yeah. it in the Absolutely. property Absolutely. than to at, a, at like two hundred dollars a day mm-hmm. take care of some. a day take care of somebody in a shelter because all that comes with it Mm -hmm. ain't just a bed. Mm -hmm. It's the supportive services. But then also on the flip side, so on the state level, we had to make sure we balance the conversation around renters versus owners owners, because you have a lot of black and brown people that got into the middle class because they have, you know, one property here, one property here. And it's almost like, well, how do you protect them too? So like we have, I think like 1.6 billion left of COVID-19 COVID-19 money to spend and you know we have to look at priorities and making sure like neighborhoods that we come from are able to recover and yes it may be a slow recovery but again it goes back to the election like what who do you want at the table table making those decisions? That's right. true. And I think one of the reflective things was how he got COVID-19 money to small businesses. He sent the money through banks. And you know banks are going to you Discriminate. know charge their fees. Mm-hmm. And let's not talk about redlining and their last of lending. Hey, listen, I watched lending. that on redlining. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. It I mean, the, and the practices still exist. I mean, you had the city of Philadelphia sue, I think, Wells Fargo over their redlining practices. So the fact that he sent tons of to money through to his friends right. and you know small businesses are competing with Ruth Chris Ruth and Chris got a check yeah. the Lakers got a check <laughs> yeah. come on the man the Lakers got 8 mil so right. it's like and they, they stepped in and was like yo come on niggas oh, we thought y'all was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. here take it man yeah. <laughs> I don't need it anyway y'all said under 500 yeah. employees <laughs> 
it's only 12 players on the team. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, who do you want at the table making those type of decisions? <laughs> really Ruth, yes. Yes. So, Ken, can I... November 3rd. I never when we, vote, when we vote and make those important decisions, do not forget the ballot questions. There are two very important ballot mm-hmm. questions. Please vote yes. The first one is to establish a office for victims' rights. Yes. So, you know, when people, unfortunately, are victims of crime, who looks out for them? Mm-hmm. Who makes sure that the funeral costs and the retaliatory aspect of it when you ha- are a witness to a crime, you know, and you live on the same block as the yeah. perpetrator, mm-hmm. who makes sure that you're cool? Yeah. Right. yeah. So those kinds of things are going to be done with that first office. But it also the, take, the, it also will take care of families who lost someone that were involved in some type of criminal activity. I remember activity. Kev alluding to this yes. before mm-hmm. on, on the show. Because... Um, Right now, we have a state-level fund that doesn't offer families right. if you're So if you one. was out there, you didn't. You, you may have been out there. Right. That still yeah. doesn't mean your mom ain't a victim. Right. Absolutely. She still has to bury you. Right. She still cares about her And that's the difference son. between this plan, because you do have some groups that are opposing it, but the difference between this one versus the state is that it does offer that type of compensation. And, you know, when you come from a city with how many... You know, gun violence over three forty yeah. now. Yeah. No, way more than that. No, I think it's hovering around there. Three forty. Yeah. Yeah. You, check uh, I you think, can Google that. Fact check I, it. I, I, I thought we was at like three sixty something. Could be. Well, we above three fifty. So let me tell you about the second one. Yeah. Second one is the Citizens Police Oversight commission okay who polices the police right Absolutely. so we're establishing a commission where if you have a complaint oh no wait a minute we we ain't got to go far mm-hmm. about people who have complained against the police. Oh, absolutely. Like, my younger sister, like, one of the things that I constantly talk about with, um, you know, some Republicans, they don't believe that police are bad actors. And I always tell them, I have a younger sister, Chelsea. She literally had a gun put in her face by a police officer, an African-American police officer. Because she wouldn't let him holler. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah it literally right. was like 7 a.m. She's probably gonna hate me, Dad. I'm telling this story, but it was she 7 a.m. <laughs> so it was seven, the door. 7 a.m. And uh, she was coming home from her girlfriend's house and uh, she was on her way to tutor high school kids yeah. in mathematics over the summer because she was like an actual science major. And uh, guys trying to pull, and first of all, nobody in Philly is pulling over at 7 a.m. with some unmarked car, Never. and she's not pulling over. He follows her into my parents driveway and literally pulls a a gun out on her and uh, you know just because of that story i tell republicans like you're always trying to paint the narrative of the actual uh person that is being violated but what happens if it's you know you take state rep off of my name take councilman off of his name my daughter my my daughter buys a she's a state auditor Casey went to school with her. She's this. Oh, went to square. school with uh, Chad. He yeah. went to Central too. Oh, you went to Central. I did. Two five. I'm two six zero. Two six zero. Well, she was one of on on your track team. Mm-hmm. She's as square as they come. You know y'all Central, <laughs> right? We're hip. So <laughs> we're in class. I'm, a, I'm a little. I'm a little. I'm a. I'm an outlier. Yeah. You are definitely outlier. So <laughs> she saved her money, bought a vacant property in Southwest. It's in Southwest. Her and her husband fixed the property up little at a time. She has not one, not two, but four children. She was pregnant with the fourth. 
Four o'clock in the morning, a high-risk warrant unit kicks the door off the hinges. Mm. Shotguns and, and uh, flashlights in people's face. My grandkids on the top of the stairs, ah, right? Yeah. She's pregnant. Put her on the ground. Put her husband next to her. They flashing lights looking at the picture. Well, that ain't him. He light-skinned. He's dark-skinned. Well, maybe he's up there. So they searched the house. No weapons, no drugs, no nothing. Finally, after a good 20 minutes, he asked, can my wife get up off the floor? She's pregnant. They let her sit up on her. And you know, my smart-ass daughter, you know her. Yes, very. She says, and my father's Councilman Curtis Jones Jr. Yeah. Awkward silence. Yeah, we, we effed up. Yeah, we done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I you got it. But the point, the point is, you shouldn't be a, have to be a councilman's daughter yeah, or a state exactly. rep's sister in order to be treated with dignity and respect Absolutely. by people you employ. Yes, there's been a lot of conversation around. Um, Nationally, around defunding the police. Oh Lord! What do y'all think about that con- <laughs> about that concept? And does it make sense? <laughs> does does it make sense? And can it work in a crazy vigilante town uh, I'm like go Philadelphia? First before he goes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for me. I think the calling it the defunding of the police is an attempt at a shock factor. Okay. I think it's not necessarily that that you know seniors or individuals don't want to see police officers in their neighborhood they just of course want it to be better policing and not like this a police state Um, and i think when it comes to defunding it's really taking a look at their budget to see what needs to be in there and what doesn't need to be in there so i think in philadelphia i want to say it's close to a million dollars that they spend on freaking laundry and you know, I think it's a it's about time that we revisit. You know, are we spending? Now who spends a million dollars on <laughs> the police department? The police department. Oh wow! Yeah, so they have uniforms. <laughs> they yeah. like their Gucci clothes. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like it's um. So every time, and I had a chance to work in the councilman's office for about six years. I, I told you that, and I worked on the budget so we would go line by line getting a better understanding on what we're funding so I do think it's about time that we rethink how we're policing and look at how we're spending our money in that department so every single time that the budget season comes around you literally have departments that are looking to do cuts like 20% across the board right but when it comes to the police department they get a damn budget increase. Up. Yeah, they go up every year. <laughs> so I think it's time for us to have that conversation and what new policing in our communities can look like. So that's what the defunding conversation means to me. So to the representative's point, they haven't had a budget decrease since the 60s. Wow. Mm. So everybody else got to tighten their belts. Yeah. They haven't. So when you peel back the definition of defund, we defund everything and refund everything, everything yeah. all the time. We reassess. That's a part of the budgeting process. So should the police department be the domestic dispute mm-hmm. arbiter when, when you could have social workers mm-hmm. going out, counselors going out doing that? Hmm. Maybe not. People who have mental illnesses, mm-hmm. are they? should they be? They don't know. This guy is Absolutely. dangerous or not or coming off of that K2 which has been a plague in our community, mm-hmm. how to uh, redeploy them so that they don't hurt themselves and others. So we're going to take a look at it. But let me just say this. I live and where I, my office is at 
59th and Market. Every 28 days, somebody going to get shot. Mm-hmm. That's a statistical Absolutely. reality. Right. So do I want to take more uniform police off of that responsibility? No. Do I want them doing marriage counseling? No. So we're going to take a hard look at how we deploy our resources, and there is no such thing as a golden goose, golden cow, Absolutely. a sacred cow that should not be looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Quite frankly, the FOP, man, they they the toughest gang in this city. Oh, absolutely. FOP, (laughs) you know, uh, the the head of the FOP told me when we submitted this bill a while back, Mm -hmm. said to me, Councilman, I'm going to rent a Goodyear blimp. I'm going to put on the back of it, Kurt Jones is not a friend of the police and fly it over the Eagles game and your district. So the, the thug in me said, and if you do, I'll never have to pay for a haircut or another drink in a bar in my neighborhood <laughs> ever again. So go ahead. Absolutely. Because his perception of how people view it, they're, they're, people have issue. I'm, I'm, when we did hearings, I'm, I'm hearing preachers and pastors and you know, teachers talk about their experience. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, of what they went through. And I'm like, man, is it like that? And it is. It is. So when when I ninety nine percent of the police officers in Philadelphia are good, hardworking neighbors of mine, and I, I support them. I go to whenever they do trainings up at the police academy. I come up there and tell them about driving while black, and don't take your work home to your wife. However, that one percent that rob drug dealers, that one percent that go beat their wife afterward. There has to be a honest process that if I file this complaint, it ain't gonna wind up in the trash. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons. So on the state level, they're doing a lot of stuff on the city level around policing. On the state level, even with uh, Kevin, he's um, advising a lot of us. Right. We're trying to reform Act One Eleven, which is Tell the, about that. Yeah, Woo! which is the um, the essential essentially the policies that govern their contracting, and also does their arbitration process. So. All the time when you hear in Philadelphia, when you have a bad cop that's done something horrible that you're like, oh, he has to be gone. And when they're coming back, you recognize, well, you don't recognize it, but it's really because of the arbitration process. Mm -hmm. And police normally pick all of the arbitrators on the board, and we don't really have an opportunity to get rid of bad cops, always because of like some tech or something. So let me translate that. Real quick. You rob him. You get charges yeah you're a police officer you get fired or brought up on charges two years it takes for us to get to the bottom of it we go to arbitration who of the three arbiters mm-hmm. two of them are cops yeah and they're they selected say, nah, by the cops yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no nah, he was all right you put him back yeah you get all your back pay mm-hmm. every raise you should have gotten yeah Every overtime opportunity you can identify yeah. that you got burnt out of them and in get a, it in, in a lump sum. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm about to tell you, so you know we're accepted. So we have issues all the time where it got to go to arbitration. So if you haul off, run somebody over, you know, take somebody's leg off, whatever, whatever, they'll haul off. Can you you sit out? You know, years ago, I actually had a situation where I, you know, went a little left with somebody. <laughs> Don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They had put me to the side, whatever, and I came back, you know, we had to go to arbitration. So a lot of times what happens with them is, you go to arbitration and they'll just be like, oh, you can get your job back. Yeah. And people just like take it. And I had a homie who was a police officer. He used to tell me, if you are a cop and you go to arbitration and you get your job back and come back and they don't hit you with back pay, it was like, 
you you had to do something crazy because yeah. he was yeah. like yeah. he's like dudes come back no bull he's like they getting checks for hunting fish. yeah and that's the thing that's we're trying crazy. to take like the, no I'm not even joking like my man's a cop he's straight like dog like dudes is coming straight back six figure checks like it's nothing because like he said yeah. every your vacation absolutely everything everything every raise you could have got every raise every piece of little overtime you can go straight prove be like oh everybody in my little unit was doing OT they was averaging this much a month and they was doing it for six months I could have got all of that and like yeah and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to take out the it's misconduct uh, misconduct and the disciplinary process yeah. out of the arbitration process right. I mean we're not trying to touch you know how you negotiate your contracts but I mean we literally have police officers on the force that can't go to court because they're not trusted and they've have already proven that yeah. they have lied you keep on being the a, stand. A, a, yeah. a part of the active community policing people yeah. you can't be trusted to go to court I just find it odd that every time something happens with a police officer whether it's locally or national news the second thing you hear after what they're charged with is their individual FOP is stepping up to fight the charges no matter how heinous or crazy it is, I mean, the I, FOP I, I, always steps and up. And like he said, the FOP biggest gang, and I know we look at him like, but it, it sounds wild, but that's what you're supposed to do. That's what as they, the union president. That's, yes. that's, as a Absolutely. union president, like, that's protect what you're members. supposed so, to do. It's just that we have terrible unions other places, and people so, just so, like, ah, he on his own. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the history of the police, twofold. Southern police were formed to be slave catchers. Slave catchers. Right. They were supposed to make sure that you ran away from the plantation. We brought you back. Yeah. Northern police were to guard property from mobs of drunken people to make sure that their mansions and houses and uh, restaurants weren't broken into. It was also catching slaves to return them yes. to the so, South. So yeah. the, the evolution of yeah. this fraternal order mm-hmm. is that that's where it comes from. Right. And so yes. They they and then during the Rizzo days they came into oh, real yeah. strength. It was a police state was, at that what? point. Yeah, you, they could do no wrong. And 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 imagine what used to happen to us before those video cameras in your phone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was their word against yours, and your word didn't matter. Like honestly, the whole Rodney King thing that doesn't become national if the dude don't got the tape recorder across the street. Yep. That was somebody from his apartment with a with yeah, one of these. Yeah, yeah, like if Fox he's five news yeah, reporting on some big dad, like he did the big dad across the street. Like what the fuck is going on? That that doesn't become a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just it's Absolutely. wild. I said that like uh, I went a couple years ago. I had a situation. I went to the supermarket out of mm-hmm. uh, Rich Pike, and guys were in there stealing credit cards, unbeknownst to me, of course, because I'm <laughs> I'm getting deli meat. Supermarket? You know what I mean? They was going in people's purses and taking <laughs> credit cards. Oh, okay. So I and we walked past each other in the deli area, and this is what got me, Jen. I saw them, and like anybody else, you do, you know, you we Mind all know as, as black men, <laughs> you see a young boy, you you, I mean, you see a, a a young boy, you nod up, you see a old head, you nod down. I see him, I'm like, they do that. We walk past each other. I go scan my joint, use my debit card, bounce out of there. A couple hours later, detective calling my phone, screaming, hollering, yeah, you got till midnight, come up here with the, with the credit cards and your partners. <laughs> I'm, so I'm thinking it's my man Lee, because he play around like this. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, right. you think it's a joke? Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, man, you get it, man. All right, all right, I bang the phone. So he called me back. Yo, yo, nah, this is How'd he get it. your number? I scanned my card. Oh, I'm okay. a gold okay. member. Uh, uh, I'm in there all the time. <laughs> you, yeah. got, you got 700 <laughs> <laughs> I scanned my card. I'm yeah. Get my savings together. I'm telling on myself. Yeah, I saved like $22 that day out of possible <laughs> yeah, was So he called me, he called me again, screaming and hollering, screaming and hollering. 
I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. I bang the phone. He called me again. He like, listen, this is a real deal, serious. He started running down his information. And I'm a detective, da da da, from the White Marsh Township. Da-da. So I'm like, all right. I pull up at the light. It's a cop to the right of me. So I do nothing illegal. I have nothing wrong. I pull the cop over. I'm like, yo, pull over real quick. Talk to this dude. See if this is a real deal. Cause he keeps calling me, screaming, and hollering mm-hmm. like he's a detective. Cop starts talking to him. Yeah, he get off his partner come over. He like, yeah, he a real detective from White Marsh Township. Were you in a white supermarket today on Ridge Pike? I'm like, yeah, I go there all the time. He was like, yeah, well, apparently some credit cards got stolen. Da, 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 da. He's like, you didn't do nothing. I'm like, dog. I mind you, I'm in my sub uniform. I'm like, dog. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, whatever, whatever. Another cop pulls up. Then the sergeant pulls up. Sergeant was white dude. Sergeant pulls right up. I hear him. Why he not in cuffs? Oh, and I'm uh-huh. like, wait, what? He's just like, yeah. Why he not in cuffs? Why y'all got him just out talking to him? Put him in cuffs. He, he, they got a warrant for him. Put him in cuffs. And I'm like, so the, is the, this really <laughs> happening? So the cop came over and was like, yeah, man, we got to cuff you, man. He's like, whatever, whatever. Um, so I'm like, uh, okay. So now she starts freaking out. I'm like, it ain't that serious, you know, whatever, whatever. So they put me in cuffs. He was like, the detective said they coming down here to get you. I'm like, from Ridge Pike? We in Southwest. Near the oh, wow. So I'm like, what? So we stood out there for about an hour, bro. Four White Marsh cop cars pulled up with the detective in an unmarked. I'm like, it's five of them. Like, <laughs> it's one of me. You start, I'm so here, I go, I'm like, did I touch my in person? I'm like, That's what I start doing. And my mom's like, I'm, feeling real guilty. I'm like, yeah, damn, because like, I be touching shit. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> you start questioning your own. Did I do it? Yeah, so now it's three Philly police Four white march police and the unmarked oh car. So God. people is riding past. Like, I heard somebody out the car like, yo, man, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Because I'm, I'm in Southwest. I'm South, yeah. I'm, we was right on 70th. You and, uh, do feel guilty. I'm right. You, you know, we right on 70th. Well, maybe I did brush into something. <laughs> yeah. And it fell in my pocket. And I, I, I got the cuffs on. I'm filling my back pockets. Like, did the lady something in my pocket? It just was so bizarre. So when they got out, the detective came up. He had the iPad mm. with the guys. He they had the video with him stealing mm. the credit cards. Mm. So I'm like, and one of them was heavy set. One of them was smaller. So I'm just like, all right. The, the, <laughs> even the, the sergeant from Philly was like, all right, that's clearly not him. So what are we doing? He's like, no, no. But look, and then they show me oh, walking past him with the head and, and doing so. It, and I'm like. Yeah, look, black people. I don't know how many black people you know. I'm but like, I'm, I don't know if he just caught up a family. Competency. I just seen him in the market. Was like, what's up? Well, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Whatever, whatever. So, the um, this is the craziest part of it. When I left the supermarket, mm-hmm. it was because she, her flight was coming. She was a flight attendant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Her flight was coming in, so I, I was like, kind of running late, and I was like, well, let me just go down to the airport, pick her up, and that's the reason why I was in Southwest. Yeah. But if I didn't pick her up, I wanted pizza. You would have still been up there. I wanted pizza, and it's a Pizzeria Uno further Ridge Pike when mm-hmm. you pass Ikea. Mm-hmm. Where did they go when they stole the credit cards? To the pizza store. You'd have just been getting out of jail. Yo, it's crazy. You'd have just been coming home, dog. But they let me go, and, and you know, whatever. The, the Philly cops were still, the White Marsh Township, they, the cop was just a complete jackass. But the mm. Philly cops were like, but, yo, apologize for everything. But you da-da-da. bring up an interesting point, yeah. cultural competency. Yeah. And what the norms are in the inner city and one of the things that is being examined is that cops should live in philly Mm -hmm. because right now with your contract with the fop oh absolutely you after five years they can move back to bucks county Mm -hmm. really yes and so you so here's the importance of that you can't help something that you're afraid of yeah absolutely and if i don't come in i don't know the difference between the two of you a person who is a bad person versus somebody having a bad day. 
There's a big difference in that. And the effect of how people interact Culturally. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the fact that you have the ability to end someone's life and change their life over, you know, a, a common mistake. Over a, lunch meat. Yeah, yeah. Over a mistake. We literally or just them generally being disagreeable yeah. because they don't agree with how you're handling them yeah. and their life can end absolutely. because of And me, I'm, I'm not a fly-off-the-handle person. So, I, and it's funny, like, look at that. I always say, like, I got to be the first nigga on earth who pulled a cop over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said it, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Because it's like, <laughs> but, it, but it's just like looking back. You did have your uniform. Yeah, right? yeah. I, like, I was in my uniform still. Yeah. I, I left from work. So it's like looking back on just a lot of little situations where it's like we had a cop in my neighborhood growing up hospital mm-hmm. he was super cool like everybody knew him he knew everybody he knew your mom he mm-hmm. knew your dad yo what's good? how your dad doing everybody yeah they, they still be playing softball down there. it's like at that and he would come through he would he would just walk through the block he had talked to everybody, talked to the old Was this women. when you was living in the suburbs? No, this was in Penrose. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a suburban, dude. No, no, no. He, this is when I was living in Penrose, Southwest. But it's just that's how he was. You know what I mean? Like, he would literally yeah. park the car and get out and walk. Yeah. So, like, he would park the car in front of Moat and just yeah. walk around. Yeah. So, living in Philly as a police officer, you can't detach yourself from what's going on. Yeah. You, you ride by it, you're yeah. a part of it. I had a... So, you're not allowed to work in the same... Uh, district that, that you, you live, live in. yeah. But that's okay. We had a police sergeant, female, that used to come on my old block, and she would be tired. She'd have her utility belt over her shoulder, and she would have a grizzly on. Them young boys across the way that was doing all this and doing all that loud talking, whoop, fold their hands like they was in church, right? Because of her presence, right. mm-hmm. and you know, for the rest of that night, they were going, they weren't going to yell too much. Yeah, that kind of input on blocks matters. Mm-hmm. And so, if you up in White Marsh Township now, you know, it's almost like cop land. Oh yeah, right. you know, you saw that movie where you know, yeah, I, I do my work here, but I go home mm-hmm. to something else. Yeah, and yeah. we we really need to have police officers a part of. We used to have a uh, a corporal. Named Santiago out of the 19th. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. He used to be our referee for our basketball games. Mm-hmm. The the thing that I, I miss him so bad, mm-hmm. He the, the, we had these two warring groups of guys, and they were playing ball. They were balling. And there was a hard foul, and one boy jumps up, he takes off his shirt, and he he's ready to go. Santiago gets in front of him. He said, the reason we're having this basketball game right now is for this moment right here conflict resolution that doesn't end in violence. And the boy looked at him and said, what's your name? He said, my name's Scott. He said, you play for them all the time? He said, yeah. He said, next time I see you, I'm going to score 25 points on you. And they walked away. Nobody died. Nobody got shot. Mm -hmm. Nobody got stabbed. And Santiago de-escalated that because he knew these guys and they respected him enough to listen. If you're from White Marsh, yeah, yeah. You're not listening to like, You're playing soccer. Go and kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think? I'm just like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? More over time yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Handle that. Yeah. Uh, rounding out the political uh, conversation. I have um, one more question I wanted to ask. But if you would. Uh, I, just I think to we talk were about, about the state and local elections. Oh, no. We can like, save that. Because I got one more question I'm going to ask. We talked about it last week. The black people and the Democratic Party. Why is it that it's like. I think the word you had was beholden. Beholden. That's a good word. I guess that's the word of the week. But, like, black people are almost like if you don't roll with the Democratic Party, then it's something wrong with you. Why is that? Like, where, where do you think that's... How did we get here? How did we get there? 
So I think it's I think it's a generational thing. Okay. Um, not saying millennials versus baby boomers or anything. <laughs> I do. Um, I think uh, it's gotten to that point because I feel like Democrats haven't met people where they are and had conversations about what we actually can do for your. This is why I couldn't be an like, uh, animal at the zoo. Is <laughs> but I mean, I just think um, Democrats have. I feel like taking so many communities for granted for a very long time. Okay. And I think that the conversation has always been polarizing and they've painted this picture of the Republicans as being, you know, white, racist and things like that. But I think the Democratic Party hasn't done a good job oftentimes with, again, meeting people where they are and explaining how putting people in office that understand your perspective, that live your life experiences that have you like know, just understand you culturally oh absolutely yeah. absolutely and i think democrats haven't done a good job at doing that so that's my thoughts on <laughs> on <laughs> why i feel like some blacks are like you know of course you can't go with the republicans and i think it's a historical thing because like i said carl went through that where people were oh, like absolutely. really mad at him because absolutely. he said he was undecided he thousands of emails but that's yeah. the thing i think the challenge is on elected officials to talk to somebody like Pastor Carl and explain why it matters from their perspective. But you also can't, you can't just say, well, be, well, I feel like this newer generation, you can't just say because your ancestors have died for your right to be able to vote. It has to be because every time... Yes, I feel like, okay, we've established that. Yes, yes. You know, I drive the bus. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> I understand that you weren't able to sit on this joint. I'm on here all day. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I get absolutely. We, So we're past that. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like, like he said, Reforming the prison, the Absolutely. pipeline, you know, reforming Absolutely. schools, dealing with, you know, and now it's like, dealing okay, with so black, the black wealth agenda. Yeah. And, so, like and I think it is required. We are being forced to now to articulate that vision and how how is it going to be measurable, tangible measurements? If I put you in office, what can I expect to see over the next two years? And I think we can't just simply rely on because you're black, you should be with this party. I'll let you go. But one thing Carl noted in saying that he got all those emails said a lot of them were from older blacks. Yeah. Because they don't they're just like yo no we need trump out yeah you know can obama come back like you know we need trump out of there and (laughs) and carl like no we need to get someone who has an actual yeah like at this point we've gone through like he said a a game show host reality star Mm -hmm. being president so yeah i'm cool with two chains the rock Kevin Hart, whoever it's going to yeah, be, yeah. that's going to actually have a plan that's going to work. Yeah, I think because yeah. if we we made it through these four years, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I could be president at this point. You <laughs> know what I mean? So, so as a people, we should have no permanent friends, right? No permanent enemies, just permanent interests, and we should measure the Democrats and the Republicans, the independents, whoever, by those interests, right. and say, all right, here's a report, here's a checklist. Where do you stand on police reform? Boom, check. Where do you stand on school to paycheck uh, programs? Check. Where do you stand on economic development? Mm-hmm. Check. And if not, man, next. And it's like any relationship. Y'all got relationship? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So in the beginning, you was real attentive, wasn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right? <laughs> After a while, you, took, you start taking things for granted. No, she bit. out there, so I be doing my, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm so, the man. If you're yeah, right. so, <laughs> so, 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 so I'm killing shit. Yeah. <laughs> <if, laughs> say it, man. If a, if a political party starts taking you for granted, yeah. 
All right, then, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. you might get cheated on. That's real. Yeah, yeah. So you need to constantly show your attention, affection to the appreciation of that relationship. If not, step off. Yeah. And we, we got to hold all of us oh, absolutely. accountable to the permanent interest we have. Right. Like, we're losing generations of kids. Yeah. Like, the kid that, you know, I've been in 12 years. Mm-hmm. That kid that was in kindergarten is now graduating. What's his life going to be like? Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I care about. And, and you know, big corporations, they got two divisions. Right? You're going to go hang out with the Trump people. Here's a check for you. Mm-hmm. Give it to them. And you're going to hang around with the Biden-Harris people. Right on, right on. Mm-hmm. Here's a check for you. Whoever wins, only difference is who goes in the door to get what we need. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, some of the unions in the city of Philadelphia, you know, traditionally they're supposed to be, they're Democratic, but some of the unions take and that they, approach. Yeah, they playing. They, they, they play on both sides. I ain't going to call you out, but you know who you are. But the we thing know is, where you've been. But the thing is, like, with the Democrats, we had the potential not to lose people, I think, to the Republican Party because, yeah. I mean, people just already see that they're just trash. Yeah. But we have the potential of people sitting at home. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is what is most at stake for this election. We lost Pennsylvania by 44,000 votes. That's less people in Philadelphia. 44,000 votes we lost that election with Hillary by. So I think our biggest thing is that, and my approach is like, listen, we can no longer just discredit or send Pastor Carl these emails. I can't believe you. But like, if that is a perspective, he represents a constituency that has that same perspective. Right. Like Honestly, those are the people you want, the people that yes, are undecided. Absolutely. Because they're the ones who can absolutely. actually make the change. Yeah. And yeah. you have to figure out what is it that we're not doing as elected officials that's not communicating and connecting to that audience. And that's our job to do that because that's yeah. what we get voted in to do. Yeah. So a guy y'all don't know, go Google him. David P. Richardson, state representative up in Germantown used to tell us that to give somebody a voter registration card without giving them voter education is like giving the keys to the car without giving them driving lessons. Right. We have a constant causal effect to show why your vote matters and what it will produce or the lack of voting, what it'll ha- what it will happen. Right. If we don't do that, then we ain't doing our job. Yeah, we just kind of arbitrarily just tell people vote, 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 Absolutely. and don't tell them why or what's at stake Absolutely. or what's their interest or like in a business term with them, what's in it for me. Like yeah. it's not explained clearly to them. It's like yeah. if you vote for me, you will get this. You yeah. will see these things. You will see food banks. You will see job opportunities. You will see uh, entrepreneurial grants. The things that. People in the actual communities. I'm gonna run you for mayor, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did you hear him speak? You know, you know, live in your district, councilman. <laughs> no, you gotta move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's, but that's in, right, Roxburgh. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's the important point, and I think we have to make sure we're having a conversation beyond the presidency. Like we have several races that are up for re-election. We have state representatives. I mean, we help control education funding. We direct where COVID nineteen dollars are going. Mm-hmm. You have the Attorney General. Um, we constantly Nina Ahmad. Yeah, Nina Ahmad, the Auditor General. Yep. And when we're having a conversation about George Floyd or Breonna Taylor and people looking at the Attorney General in those areas and what they did wrong, I mean, we have an Attorney General. I mean, I completely support him, but he chose not to prosecute 
prosecute not a similar case, but uh, a case that involved police brutality. So, I mean, we have our own situations here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that we need to be paying attention to. And we also have to be having conversations beyond the presidency. Definitely. And I was going to say kind of to wrap this whole thing up, um, because I feel like we're going to get a lot of talk through this last point but um i just wanted y'all to speak to like the importance of like the state and local elections going up to the u.s senate congress things like that and not just <coughs> the president people Absolutely. focusing on the president like, it's the senate the house like mm-hmm, all of that mm-hmm, matters mm-hmm. honestly more if we're being technical but oh know. absolutely i mean when we're talking about gun reform um i mean we could talk as much as we want about the crime that's happening in the city of philadelphia oh I'm right. i looked it up 387 murders oh, okay i know i wasn't tripping we was closing in on 400 i so. said over three 50. Yeah. So, to, yeah. I, I had a little low end. I'm, I was optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, when we talk about criminal justice reform, it's controlled by what we do in the legislature. When we talk about gun reform, I mean, that. I mean, we can't get guns off of the street the way we would like to in Philadelphia unless we change some of our gun laws. I mean, we're getting sued by Philadelphia now, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. But uh, <laughs> I mean, again, wasn't we would, personal, more. right? We wouldn't wasn't be able personal. we wouldn't be able to change those laws. Or if you think about uh, marijuana, when we're talking about legalizing marijuana, I'm not necessarily a proponent of it just yet because for me, if you're not forgiving all everybody's records since 1776, then I can't be on board or yeah. If you're Ain't not that crazy, I would think that those two issues would go hand in hand. You would like, oh, absolutely it's, not. It's almost like they're looking at it like, oh, this is 2020. That was oh, absolutely 2019 not. Yeah. and prior. It's like, none not. of that counts. It's like if we, you're going to focus on prison reform and then legalize marijuana, it's like, yeah, we could do this all in one fell swoop. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, nah, nah, stay right there. Yeah. Yeah, because rest they, of the auto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's and also, like, if we pass that type of legislation, like, how are we factoring in um, black and brown communities that have been impacted by, you know, it being illegal? Yeah. How are we building up businesses that will help them mm-hmm. have access to those opportunities? Yeah. And those are the type of decisions that we make on the state level. Or when we're talking about education, I mean, we live close to Lower Marion where we're constantly reminded every day. The slight difference yeah, in right. the, the education system. Yeah. So it's those type of decisions that we make on the state level. Uh, of course, when we're talking about the attorney general that's running, uh, when it comes to prosecuting banks for doing redlining, something that uh, Kamala did back when she was in California. I mean, those are some of the issues that he takes care of or prosecuting police officers that are caught in police brutality cases that are taken up on the state level. So, I mean, uh, when we're talking about, again, COVID-19 spending, like, we make those decisions up there. But one thing we have to remember is that we have a Republican majority up in Harrisburg. I mean, we're fighting tooth and nail trying to, you know, flip the House, but it takes money, it takes resources, it takes people coming out to vote, and you know, that's why we are pedaling to the metal all the way down to, you know, the last day. So, (laughs) <laughs> I supported Barack. One of my greatest pictures, uh, he came in Philly, he had the Tribune newspaper. My picture was on the front of it, supporting him. There were some other council people who were with Hillary. Mm-hmm. I keep that and remind them. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> <laughs> I throw that shade you hard. You on the wrong side of history. <laughs> I was on the right side of history, mm-hmm. and he appreciated But the reality was, even though I fought very hard for him, I may have seen him two more times in eight years. Mm. Mm. So I saw him once. <laughs> so the down ballot issues, you're not going to go run around with Biden and Harris. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you will see that judge. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You will see that uh, state rep that may be able to get you that um, 
pardon. Mm -hmm. You you will see the councilman who can fix that pothole playground. Mm -hmm. So the down ballot issues yeah. matter to your quality of life every day. There's an auditor general who audits all of the school districts, the difference between Marion, Lower Marion, mm -hmm. and Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. These guys, why do you think these people fight so hard to get on these school boards out mm -hmm. there? Why? Because those are little budgets. There are 500 school and districts. And they have their own and, taxing authority. And they have their own taxing <laughs> authority. So they got their little thiefdom mm -hmm. where they do things. They borrow money that they don't have to pay back in their tenure. So down the road, this, wow. these districts wind up with all this debt because they raise that Absolutely. money. And then all of those contracts, the legal contracts, the accounting contracts, somebody getting broke off. They're the biggest gangsters around. Right. You run around. <laughs> the people that's they, touching the money. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we need to pay attention. And when you say, well, that's them, it's a victimless crime. No, it is not. Because then when the appropriations that come from Harrisburg mm -hmm. come to fund the Philadelphia school district, there's a thousand different leaks in the pipeline along the yeah, way I mean, you, that you, we never get our money. You literally have Law Marion that has a surplus in their education system, but they still, because of this thing called whole harmless, we can't shrink their budget even if... So we re-allow it and re-assign it to yeah, Philadelphia. It, it's Pretty a, much. It, yeah, so the difference between the two zip codes, which is right across the street, right across literally across the street from each other. So we have to pay attention. If we say be woke, be woke about it all yeah. mm -hmm. and count that money. If everything in politics confuses you, oh, it gives me a headache, follow the money. Yeah, yeah simplify it. Like Rush Hour money. 2, follow Fo the money. Follow the money. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense then. This guy's fighting for this because his law firm represents Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And once you start to geek out over that kind of monopoly, you then start to become the representative Cephas. The one thing, she was ready on day one, uh, first of all. Thanks, Councilman. Yeah. We, we, we ain't serving no wine before it's time. She was ready. <laughs> but what made her ready was she understood budget. Mm -hmm. She could count. And when you start to count, and when you, we, we, we placed a lot of emphasis locally, where they, where they spending that at? I had a, I had a, I'm going to end on this one. So I talked about closing a prison. I'm sitting there. I had just lost the majority leadership. I was, I was in my feelings. I really was. And I was listening to his speech, and he was talking about how he was going to open and build a brand mm -hmm. new prison. He said, you know, up at the House of Correction, they have 90-degree heat outside, 110-degree heat inside. It's not fair to the inmates that go there, and it's not fair to the prison guards. There. And something was wrong. I was like, why is his humanity showing? And you know how you get that feeling on the back of your neck right. that something, there's a robbery going on. I just can't find out. Yeah. It's a jig somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> and then I thought about it, that his unions were going to spend the next five years Absolutely. building that prison. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be over budget. Mm -hmm. They were going So it might be six years and millions. Of, and so that was the robbery. I pushed the button. I said, let me ask you this. If in the t uh, in Gori in Africa, which is the door of Renault return where slaves were put on the strip, mm -hmm. if they had on that ship they were getting on air conditioning, would it made the institution of slavery better? No, let's end slavery. Let's close the prison, right. reroute that. And he looked at me. You know what I mean? 
but you follow the money. Absolutely. The lesson there Absolutely. is count. Watch watch where Absolutely. they're spending money. Yeah. I mean, and it also lends to the whole education conversation when it comes to equitable funding. So, again, when we have Republicans that live in rural areas where you have students that are leaving rural, rural areas but still getting the same allotment, it essentially shortchanges a place like Philadelphia. Yeah. When so, those guys go to prison up there. They get counted in the census. Oh, absolutely. And that, the money from North Philly, where they would have got a playground yep. or extra school funding, goes to Potter County, where they are housed. Yeah. Right. We need to pay attention and follow yeah. the money. Yeah, and they wrong. argue for more prisons because that is their economic foundation engine, engine. engine in their own county. So that's why elections like state representatives, you know, matter. essentially matter. It's yeah. um, like it's crazy. Like when you really look, when you really examine it, like. Once, like, the coal mining and, like, the railroads and all that went away, they prisons. reassigned those uh, industrial towns with prisons uh, to keep their industry going and to allow those people to go and have, you know, high-five-figure to They build private prisons based off of second- and third-grade test scores. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, So they had this prison, Frackville, right? I used to be up there. Yeah, so I used to work at the uh, Walmart, the DC up there. So I'm I'm up Harrisburg visiting you, mm-hmm. right? And I'm looking at a protest poster, save the prison at Frackville. Insane. I'm, right. I'm scratching Insane. my. You saw it. I, I'm scratching my head. Like, who wants to keep? And somebody told me that when he got released from Frackville, one of the guards said, "Man, yeah, I heard about your little brother. I heard he tearing up North Philly." Tell them hurry up and come on up here. I need to get some overtime to build my summer home. Told them on the way out the door. Wow. Crime is big business too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yep. All of these industrial towns, uh, central Pennsylvania, West Pennsylvania, upstate New York, all of that. Like they've literally built their economy yeah. around prison yeah, towns. Absolutely. It's a Walmart down the street yeah. because you, if you're a woman, you can't come into prison dressed a certain way. You got to go down the way and get a sweatshirt from Walmart. And they all feed off each other. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 No. The, the the prison. It's billions of dollars. Oh, absolutely. It's, 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 I watched a documentary on the private prison thing, and it was just like, when I saw that tech, second and third grade test scores, I'm like, yeah. Like, young, what's two plus two? What? Absolutely. We're going to need more. <laughs> like, that. that's crazy when yeah. you really think yeah. about it, but it's a reality. And it's like, it. it's it's sad because it don't stop. No. Like, when no. he said that to his, the guy about his little brother. Yeah. He meant it. Yeah, he's he he not playing. He's not joking. And your little cousins, man, man, bring them all up. Because he was getting out. So I may not get my overtime. Send your brother back up here. And that's Let when it like bit. that's when it hit me the hardest. When like our governor at that time was shutting down prisons, trying to save money, and population was shrinking because of pol- different policies going in. You just had this uh, massive protest with these signs, save the prison. I couldn't believe it. I, I, save the I prison. Had to stop. <laughs> save the prison. They saying save the prison, and the guy explained it to me. Absolutely, said, yeah. our occupancy ain't high enough. We run at like sixty-two percent. Yeah. We need to be at ninety-two. So, so if you figure, people get like one thirty-four a day for inmate. Right. Mm-hmm. Multiply that by five thousand up at mm-hmm. Frackville. Yeah. You doing yeah. all right? Fifty thousand a year per inmate. Not to mention they the, rely food, on that money. the food contracts, the yeah. maintenance contracts. Yeah, that was that was the the uh, documentary was talking about how Airmark has a contract with the prisons and how much they charge in the prison as opposed to their vendoring services going into like 
poppy stores and the schools and yeah. like a cake that would normally cost a vendor oh, yeah. co- cost them eighty cents and they sell it for one fifty in the jail it cost the jail two dollars but they selling it for seven it's nuts and they they're experimenting on what nutritional minimums yeah they can give them yeah. That, which which what we barely need to give you to keep you going. Yeah. yeah. Which what, what's gonna much, wake I, you up in the morning and like morning lay you get down you pressing up these lights Yeah, real tough. <laughs> and making these Victoria's Secret uh, lingerie yeah. to these people. It's crazy. So listen, once you it's, being woke is like cleaning up a little bit of your apartment. Once you clean that little bit, you see how dirty the rest of it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So you you have a responsibility uh, in this process. That you you started seeing after George Floyd, mm-hmm. all the other inequities. Like, damn, well, why are they doing this and why are they Absolutely. doing that? Right. And if we stay woke, you asked an important question. Let's say Biden Harris wins. What happens next? Well, if you go back to sleep, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. Right. If you stay woke, plenty. And I do think that is, you know, honest conversation, an honest critique about elected officials. It's like if, you know, people are going to complain about Barack Obama, it's like, well, everybody was hope and hype when he first got elected. How do we hold everybody accountable every election cycle? So I run every two years. So that this the same pressure, the same conversations that Pastor Carl are having. We need to have that every election cycle. So next year we have our district attorney and we need to have the conversation with him. How did you, you ran on a progressive platform. How did you deliver for the city of Philadelphia? And that's Kresner, right? So last time, we were running. The FOP hates Chris. Yeah, they hate his guts. That's going to be a good fight. <laughs> they hate his guts. So we guts. were running, and we, we did the soda tax, which was, you know, questionable. That's a city issue. Yeah, that's a city issue. Yeah, 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 wait a minute. The city. So, so when the local grocery store in your district closed. It did. They it brought did. me in before the Philistines and said, Councilman, we like you. You my man, 50 grand. If you don't get that grocery store back open, you're done, son. Yeah, our, career, our careers were over at that yeah. point. We, Absolutely. we had to go all the way to New York to find the <laughs> yes. right? But we, we were at the ribbon cutting. Oh. <laughs> and what right? supermarket was this? This is so ShopRite has shut down at uh, 65th and Haverford. Okay. So remember when Jeff Brown was going right. at it with the mayor about the soda yeah. tax? Him and the mayor rumbling. And it, my career was instant. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was, I life I was literally the year that he, the year, I'm like asking Jeff, so like, when are you closing this? And yeah, literally yeah. like three months later, I'm running for office. I'm like, Jesus. So we found, we, sometimes it's better to be born lucky than smart. I admit it. But we found Always, it. Always, We yeah. worked hard. It's good to be both. Oh, absolutely. And we found it. We opened it back up and... That's how you hold people accountable. Oh, absolutely. Is like, it still a shot, right? Yeah. No, no, it's no. now a uh, golden farm. Yeah, but they got better yeah. produce and better fish. Yes. Okay. I, mean, yeah, I haven't been over that way in years, so I I, I, I remember it was a shot, right? But yeah, I, I, yeah. You got to come on up. It's a fresh new look. Yeah. Everything. And we get ready to open a... We get ready to re... We My ex is like banned me from that area, but you know... <laughs> well, don't even, don't even that, come out that way. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So, I So Yeah, you, I heard about bus drivers. <laughs> Oh, I know about bus drivers too. I heard about them too. Okay. <laughs> they got it going on every stop. No, not me. I be I just stay to myself. And can we really... uh, can we end on this note? Speaking sure. about money, there is a huge misconception in the communities and in the black community, particularly that Trump gave them this stimulus money. Yeah. This uh. PUA money. SBA. Like they they have convinced themselves that. Trump gave We them talked this about money. it before y'all came in here. It was a rapper, oh, okay. Asia Doll, who was basically like mm-hmm. she was voting for Trump because all the homies, all is, the up. homies is up. 
right now. Oh. Yeah, and, and this is like a viral video oh. that's around. And it's like, yeah, we there is like a thing where like black folks is like, yeah, no, Trump opened it, opened the, the, the faucet, man. We getting it, and it's just like, I don't think that's how it necessarily necessarily <laughs> so, worked. So welfare checks come, you know, on your debit card. Did he do that too? No, or is that a system of safeguards that? Both Democrats mm-hmm. and Republicans Work voted together. Absolutely. Right. So that's number one. Number two, come January, that faucet is going off. And remember, I told you first, and I'm not proud of that or happy about it, but I'm telling you, Democrat or Republican, we cannot sustain yeah. that kind of payment going forward. And so he's hyping you up. They used to bring trinkets to put slaves on ships, these little brass rings. And, you know, they would give you that or give you some bullets. And, yeah, was it worth it? Long run, was it worth it? Right. And it ain't. I, like, literally, I said to my homie the other day, I'm like, they have, like, another stimulus. They actually, they, the, the, I think they have, the like, frame, two or the three. The framework is done. That where they threw out there, yeah. and then they did a framework. And they, they was just like, yeah, we done rapping about this. And it was just like, that right there will show yeah. you. When you start hearing all of the, oh, well, we'll talk after the elections. Absolutely. And it's, it's like. And we, the president absolutely said no more negotiations. No more negotiations. Over the next, and, yeah. over the said, next stimulus me, bill. I respect you in the morning. It, oh, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to move from that. <laughs> after the election. That's essentially what he said about the next stimulus conversation is, you know, not even considering. This is after, you know, the well is already drying right. up. I mean, you know, you really don't have any more unemployment, you know, money coming through. No more PUA and no more. Um, I mean, SBA to PP. I think the SBA just ended. The like it, it's right. wow. I mean, and the eviction moratorium is up, and uh, it was you know, a good time. But, but you know, <laughs> right. he's already setting up national guards and other occupiers to come in when there is social unrest. He's counting on it. It's no yeah. way. It's, it's it's inevitable at this point. I personally, because yeah, win or lose, he he wins the antagonistic behavior oh, from yeah. his fans. It's going to push somebody over the edge. Oh, he yeah. loses. They're just going to act nuts. So yeah. it, it, it's just they just plotted to kidnap the governor of Michigan. <laughs> yeah, and there's like no talk about no. it. Yeah. And there was another plot, I think, to kidnap. Uh, it was another. Uh, Somebody tried to hit him with anthrax a couple weeks ago. It was like the governor of North Carolina. So they tried to. I missed that. Like, there was a whole like once they, they locked up a woman that was trying to hit him with anthrax. I'm like, I even know anthrax. Was still <laughs> Where'd she get anthrax? Watching YouTube videos. But yeah, they, yeah, somebody tried to mail him. So like, again, give me stamp. You know what I'm saying? They tried yeah, to mail him, yeah. and it's just like we're we're headed towards a oh, weird, yeah. weird. Yeah, we are. Time. As craziest, and I said it. I'm like. uh 2020 has just been insane, and I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, how how crazy is it that at the end of this year we now have a presidential election? That's gonna just, I'm like, that's gonna be our like I'm ready series for finale. 2020 to be over. It's like the series like, finale is gonna definitely. be insane. And the mm-hmm. only thing that'll make it somewhat solid, you know, solid is if we win yeah. the White House. Yeah. Other than that, you could keep this whole year. Yeah. 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 Yes, I mean, even like that. when you think about who, what, what he's putting or considering to put in the next stimulus bill, it's not a lot of protections for the citizens on the ground that are, you know, suffering the most. Right. Um, Usually, it's mostly for corporations, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. All people. All people. It's like the forest for the trees. All people yeah. can see is how much extra week four hundred. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not and realizing it's burning and, down and behind and you. And yeah. let's, say, let's say this: if you get it, please stay out of sex. 
Yo, those lines, bro, bro. Literally driving down City Ave. You know, on City Ave, you have a, mm-hmm. a sex. I never so, see a line. They were handing out water and yeah, like putting up. They had the tent up. I'm so like, what? Instead of buying a piece of real estate, oh yeah, paying your rent maybe, right? Pay your rent maybe. Right, right. You want to go get that bag? Stop. Yeah. Come on, that that you know, and sex need the money, right? <laughs> I'm sure they got. Uh, I'm sure they, re- uh, but that's what they said. That you know they gave black folks all this, uh, you know, money or they retails they, up. They, they, retail is up, mm-hmm. but it's like home buying ain't up. Like people not buying, like land yeah. purchasing is absolutely. Not up. Like you can buy an acre of land in rural South Carolina for five hundred dollars. Like land purchasing yeah. is not up. Yeah. Everything yeah. past like uh, Montclair coats is not. Up. <laughs> Everything below that is up. Sneakers, so socks, drawers, all if that is up. If we get a little stimulus from the Dems and the R's, mm-hmm. invest it. Invest yes, buy, you, buy you some stock, buy yeah, you some art, absolutely. buy you something that's going to appreciate. Absolutely. Or if it don't appreciate it, at least you hold true and you got a little something for yourself at the if end. I see you in sex, I'm a clown. <laughs> Listen, I went to, uh, what's the, remember, uh, uh, Nemeth. Was that you? I was like, I don't know how to get in here yeah. now. <laughs> oh, you they, got, don't you have to make an appointment? Yeah, 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 huh? I thought you had to make an appointment now to get No, no, they've, they, they've, they've relaxed coming in, but you still can't yeah. go in. All, so I was like, how the hell do you get in this? You have to like come in the mall to the second level and come down oh, okay. the escalator. So I, I I get in there or whatever, and it was my birthday. I just I wanted to get a shirt, so I, I bought a... Uh, so you spent your pool? No, I don't have any pool. <laughs> but this, this is the point I'm trying to make. I bought a Burberry shirt, and I, you know, I I'm, I'm can fit all of this stuff now. So I was like, damn. So the shirt was like five something, so I whatever. And I, and I as I came... Right, I'm like, whoa. As I came back around the other side, it was we like We got the two, wrong job, counsel. Uh, Puerto Rican guys, I guess, Rican, Dominican, whatever. Yeah. And they had like... You know how people bring clothes into the Goodwill? Yeah. That's how they were getting going out. Going out. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, sorry. Wow, just, really? You spent $500 it's the on a shirt? It's one every every now and then. I don't get besides myself all the time. I but never. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. Chad, no when I, 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 You see, I'm being quiet. First of all, I see Chad doing the unboxing <laughs> no, no, online all the time. I'm talking about me. When do I ever? You know no. what I'm saying? I'm oh, like, okay. every now and then. He, he's treating himself. Yeah. I have a problem. This no. is a whole nother show. But it, it, but I they, thought I was doing something when I did a whole suit. <laughs> but Pete, sure. the point I'm making is they had all these clothes in their hands coming out of Nemo, and they were putting it on the, on the counter, or whatever. So the girl was like checking them out, whatever, whatever. And I was like, "Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it." <laughs> to myself, and main man went his joint. He pulled out the blue card and was like, <laughs> and I was like "Damn, I need some Because they was everything up in there. He threw that card up. I was just like, "Damn, man, like, I'm sick." Like, you, know, you, you start wondering like, how much you got on it? Because I'm not because I just spent five on a shirt. I'm not even buying lunch up here. I'm going back home. You know, because I got stuff in the refrigerator. Go to the halal shop. <laughs> we not buying five hundred dollars shirts. It's okay. Yeah, I know what to ask for. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's crazy though because he's not lying. Like they they Absolutely. they tore up Saks, Neiman's, Nordstrom's every everywhere that had anything. So it's yeah, like, lines and then. And, and all Barney's was crazy. All Barney's had to do was make it three more months. Yeah, Barney's what, what the hell down. What was crazy? They had to add security, police because yeah. dude knew dude from out there, yeah. and he was bringing his girl up here. It could have been a problem. All on yeah. these checks. So we can, we, if you know better, do better. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, we appreciate y'all coming through today. I spent the whole basically two hours. Yeah, with us. man. We, we really definitely. It was two it. hours. Yeah. yeah. 
You start flowing, it don't even feel like it half the time. Yeah, uh, but we appreciate y'all coming through. Everybody says that when they come through. Damn, we've been going to. Yeah. yeah. We're so used to it now. Any but like, uh, parting shots, anything y'all want to say to people? And then most importantly, give them y'all information where they can contact y'all at. So uh, I have a corny like Twitter and Instagram <laughs> hashtag. So it's not as, you know, Matt makes me sick and plus CEO where I did it two five. It's just Morgan underscore Cephas. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. Don't really do Twitter and uh, Facebook. Yeah, um, stay away from Twitter if you can. I just don't know how to navigate a joint, man. It's like Twitter intense. A, you got to tweet accessible. like every five minutes. Every to, like, time I think relevant. I got to figure it out, they kick me off the app again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I saw one of your tweets yesterday. I just was like. Two weeks. <laughs> I'm giving him two weeks. Yeah. But. So those are my uh, social media handles. Um, and I just say get out and vote. Um, the election today is the last day to register to vote. So if you haven't registered. Well, that's good because this episode is coming out today. Oh, great, so, great, yeah, great, we'll great. Make sure we push that. If you can, get out and register. Uh, register as many people you know if they're not registered. And just show up to the vote polls. Random because I, I, I did mine at like an actual place. Can you register? Like what's the deadline? As far as, no, no, today, but like as far as the the night or is it day? Like actually getting it in. Yeah. You have to get it post-smart. in. Yeah, it has to be postmarked by today. Absolutely. Okay. Postmarked by today. Okay. But you also have these, uh, what are they, early voting access centers that right. are throughout the city of Philadelphia. Yeah. I have one in my district at Overbrook Elementary School. Okay. Um, what's that? Like, uh, it's like 63rd in Lebanon. Yeah. It's funny you actually say they have one in Roxboro High. Yeah. Yeah. Also in my district. Yeah, they've been voting out there. <laughs> I mean, I. I no, but I had to go lines. there because my address is still. I told you I just recently moved from there, Absolutely. so I still had to go Absolutely. to the Roxborough. That's how I know that it's at Roxborough. Yeah, so you can register to vote there. You can actually get your ballot there, fill it out. I did it um, maybe about two weekends ago. So I would just say get to the polls. If you're going to the polls November 3rd, register to vote. Get those ballots in as early as possible and vote the entire ticket, not right. just for <laughs> president. <Yeah. laughs> Our Congress people are running this time around, state reps, and attorney no, general. no silly write ins this time we don't need any listen I, I get a meme right in every now and again so <laughs> no no i'm talking about with, with six thousand people oh, voted absolutely. for hennessy with the last election <laughs> oh, really six thousand people voted for hennessy <laughs> and eighteen hundred people voted for harambe the gorilla that got killed at the zoo oh, consistent at eighteen hundred people voted for him for president All right, well, like so we don't need none of that no write ins yeah. don't vote for Kanye <laughs> <laughs> vote for real like your life yeah. depends on it because it, right. it really does so, my name is Curtis Jones Jr. Hashtag Run Curt Run, Mr. Fourth District. Vote as if your life depends on it because it's not just your life, it's your kids' 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 life when you put and appoint people to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. That's a lifetime yeah. position. Um, don't forget the ballot questions. Vote yes for the establishment of the Citizens Police Oversight Commission. Vote yes for the Victims Advocacy Office because they impact our lives. Please have a plan to vote. You can vote on Election Day. You can vote in the early uh, voting centers, but please vote. And when you come there, be patient. You might have to stand in line, but there's people that went before you that fought for this vote. They didn't let billy clubs beat it out of them. They didn't let dogs bite it out of them. They didn't let grandfather clauses keep them out of it. And we should have that same intensity. Um, And get in some good trouble Mm -hmm. after the election. Absolutely. Hold hold people accountable. Don't let us off the hook. I I represent mine. If I do something right, I say it. If I do something wrong, I admit it. And I can do better. But if nobody's paying attention, 
And that's when bad things happen. So once you get woke, stay woke and be a part of. And I want to thank you guys for having the discussion. Because yeah, you could have been talking about all kinds of yeah, $500 shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and the pool. Don't forget the pool. Yeah, definitely. So we appreciate you. Definitely. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so up, much. Man. Definitely a good talk. Uh, you got anything else? No, I got nothing else, man. Make sure y'all uh, subscribe to the Realist Podcast ever on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at OfficialTRPE. Um, other than that, man, I got nothing. Thank y'all for y'all listenership. Make sure y'all go yeah, out about and see what's up with these vote, 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 vote November 3rd. And if you're not registered to vote, you got till the day in PA. A couple other states, it's uh, another deadline somewhere else. PAVoterServices.PA.com. Dot gov to register to vote. The deadline is today. You can do it online. That's PA Voter Services. PA. Gov. And we out. Peace. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up. At participating McDonald's.